What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. It's barbecue in there. And that's it's you. barbecue in there. And that's you. <laughs> Did y'all see my barbecue shorts? I was out there. It's on Instagram as well. It's barbecue in there. And that's you. All right. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Appreciate y'all for being here for another fantastic episode with the Bruce Wayne and his ish. With the chocolatey skin, all right, content, king of content, speaker of truth, yours truly, Coach Alini, a.k.a. Coach Radamus, in the building. And Coach Radamus is right once again. A Coach Radamus prediction coming right back at your ass. All right, man, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about Amber Heard and these toxic people out here amber heard is the jezebel all right amber heard in the bible is the is the jezebel that's who she is she was with the weak king johnny depp all right and uh johnny depp represents the king ahab and i've done a several streams on the the jezebel and the defining moment of the jezebel divine the defining moment is her going down in defiance okay she adorned herself in wonderful clothes she pinned up her hair and she dressed her face with makeup and in a pure stance of defiance would not back down from the Jezebel spirit, Would not do it. She's the Jezebel. She's the Jezebel. All right. And so what's happening now is now that she's taken the L, her public image has lost. She's lost. She got sued for millions and millions of dollars. Now she's getting and still running around instead of saying, you know what? I learned my lesson. You know, this is wrong. I got some I got some therapy. I got counseling. I worked on myself for my next partner. She didn't say that. And that's she's you. now running around still trying to get sympathy and play the victim. Now, we all saw what happened. We're not going to go over, but we're going to show you. She's getting several organizations and a bunch of feminists. Um, together to continue her world tour of victimhood, including one. CIA, former CIA agent, industry plant, destroyer of the black community, Gloria Steinem in the new, building. New, 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 new <laughs> right. <order. laughs> oh, my goodness. And she's going to get simps, corporations and so forth so she can come out here and get a job. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. She is the Jezebel. She's the Jezebel. She's our modern day version of the Jezebel. Anyway, let me go ahead and roll the uh, stories that we're going to go over. We're going to talk about Derek Jackson's wife out here putting a root on you, all right? She putting a root on y'all. Derek Jackson's wife is out here. She's not backing down. She's standing by her man. Derek Jackson's wife is like, don't mess with my man. I'm going to be the one to bring it to you. Don't mess with my man. Oh, no. Oh, no. She put a curse on y'all. She was like, what was the color purple line? She put a root on you. She was like, <laughs> don't mess yo man she cursing people now so much for the christians she took her <laughs> it's crazy yeah she put a hex on you what is the line in um what is the line in uh color purple everybody knows the line oh man anyway we're talking about her uh we're also talking about uh let me see what are we talking about oh amber heard we got straggling sniggle theater they took that black girl down there from where was she from? Detroit, Pensacola. All right, wherever the hell she was from. She went down there in Mexico. They done beat her up on film, and then they found her ass dead in Cabo. What in the hell's going? 
community ain't got no damn sense. She was from Charlotte. She looked like she was from Charlotte. She was from Charlotte. They done took her down there, got video evidence of them beating her up, putting her in the DDT, whipping her into the rope. Man, I mean, and then they left her down there. Boy, I tell you, y'all's people, man. Oh, oh, it was a trans person. Oh, that makes it even worse. I got to get out of here. They down bad. Dragon Little Sniggle Theater is going to be depressing. All right. They done went down there and let a trans. Wait, who was a trans? Was it the girl was a trans? Oh, I ain't got no time for this. Wait. Okay, we'll figure that out. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wait a minute. So the girl was. Hold on. Uh, brothers, get out the community. The person who was beating her was the transformer. I'm going to have to put that sound effect in. I'm going to have to put that sound effect in the transformer sound effect. Just so when I want to say it, I can talk about it. So the one who beat her up, somebody asked what my pronouns are. Oh, man. So it was a, it was a, it was an auto about, it was a transformer versus a Decepticon. We got, where's the reading rainbow noise when we need it? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to put that in. The evil forces of the Decepticons, Transformers, Dunna, robots in disguise. All right, man. Look, we're also talking about, oh, Quarantino, our very own Reclaim the Throne, Quarantino the God, is on the Pineapple Show telling a, a Decepticon that she's a manufacturer beach. All right, this is going to be a great show. We got a lot going on here. We got the Doom and Groom Report and all of that. Anyway, shout out to the Coach Gang. Not to belabor the point, I did miss Super Chats from yesterday's morning show, and I covered them in last night's evening show. So if I missed you, I shouted you out in the evening show. Dollar Sign CGA Live is how you contribute to this morning show on the Cash App. The Junior College is Liddy. All right. Um, uh, Coach Greg Adams TV is there on Venmo. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams is on PayPal. And to uh, Super Chat, the Notorious CGA channel. You can't Super Chat over here. I know the people who don't know, they're not even here yet. But anyway, there's our stories. Let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. And then we'll kick the show and shout out to Mr. Daniel McGee. He said, shout out to the coach gang. He's at my job and he's ready to sniggle. All right. He's ready to sniggle. He says, there's really no cons to the free agent lifestyle. Peace, quiet, freedom, toys, and money. And he said, beans, greens, plays, plays, mashed potatoes, all that shit. Yes, man. I'm going to tell you, man, I'm actually doing a lot of photo dumps because I had a lot of content, videos, all of this stuff. And I never really put it out or I put it out as a short or something like that. And now I'm dumping it all on these, you know, on, on YouTube shorts because they're monetizing shorts now. People are like, why you put this stuff out? Oh, him bragging, him, him. All right. They're monetizing shorts. I'm got to get in there. All right. And they're also pushing them through the algorithm. Great way to build your channel. So you're seeing me live. I know you guys just see me here talking head with these headphones on and all this stuff. But then I'm showing you, man, it's time to live. It's time to live. It ain't no showing off. If you got feelings about me showing off, man, I feel bad for you, man, because you didn't read the free agent lifestyle book. You didn't read the free agent lifestyle book. All right. I'm out there cooking. I'm out there cooking uh, ribs out here. I'm out here cooking ribs. And the ribs are good. Leaf says, "Cook." he says, coach, the ribs you made look great on that short. Yes, indeed. The bar, there's barbecue in there. 
and the girls get leftover barbecue. They want something to eat. I'll be like, there's barbecue in there. Shout out to our man, Kodak Black. Rooster, do I call you Rooster Coburn? <laughs> Says, if you broke, just say that. Don't be mad at the coach for charging people for his time, materials, and efforts. Gosh. Shout out to my girl there. What's her name? Stormy McDaniels. All right, this girl right here. By the way, I'll fold that ass up. All right, I'm just letting you know right now. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke... Just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Yeah, she's going to have to drop that neck. And there's barbecue in there. Mm. All right, neck. She's going to have to drop that neck. Just say that. All right, shout out to uh, Trees O'Neal. He says, there's barbecue in there. We got to put the sound bite. I got to do it. I got to do it at this weekend. There's barbecue in there. He says, please add that to the soundboard, Coach. Shout out to the GOAT. Appreciate you. We will drop that. We will put it up this weekend. Chief Drumhack says, Coach, checking in. Appreciate you for being back. Flash says, shout out to the coach. Hit me with that warm embrace. To wrap you in my warm embrace. And i make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven. When you let me wrap you in. All right. Shout out to you. Rational uh, rational rationality says words from Aaron Clary. Enjoy the decline. CGA for life. (laughs) Shout out to Aaron Clary. All right. He's a voice of reason in our sphere, but he's too logical. See, a guy like Aaron Clary, uh, if you haven't found him yet, a guy like Aaron Clary, he's just too logical. You know what I mean? And. The way he delivers it, he's he's a funny dude. The way he delivers his content, he's not like, you know, I guess it's not like angry. He just be like frustrated. He just be sitting back. He got his hat cocked up to the side, delivering the real information, delivering the book of numbers. And he kicks it like he kicks it real. And he kicks, dude, he actually, he said, he actually, he actually had the guts. Aaron Clary is a white dude. He actually had the guts to put a book out on the black community, basically the the book of economics and how black men and black community can get their shit together. <laughs> dude. Hey, if, if you you gotta you gotta give it to a dude, and it wasn't a book like putting the black community down. It was like, hey, uh, here's some advice I'd like to help you. And he put the book out. Shit, that takes some nuts. And it was a, it's a decent book. Like it's not like he was persecuting. He was like, hey, I'm gonna help you in an economic way to approach this economically and large uh, logically. People be like, nope, no, no, no. We deal with emotions only. Democrat fish fry. It is. If it don't include a democratic fish fry and emotions, we don't want to hear it. Mm. Poor Cappy, man. <laughs> you don't put your neck out like that. You know the black community don't deal with logic. They only deal with emotions. Everything's emotional. And everything's an emergency and a panic situation. Like the city, everything's everything's an emergency. Like, okay, like in between. Black community about to be mad at me. Let me just go ahead and show y'all what y'all about to be mad at right now. Yep. Yep. There it is right there. They already mad. They already mad. They already mad. Wait, they already mad. Hold on for a second. Yep. But let me tell I'm just trying to help too. I'm just trying to help. You know, when you're trying to help, nobody cares. (laughs) Just try to help. You can't wait until the situation shows up. To try to find a solution. Mm. Just saying. <laughs> like they be like. Uh, look at the city's burning. And 
people were getting shot. Perhaps a solution, please. Mm. Well, <laughs> no, no good situation was solved when this this the shit hit the fan. You know what I mean? So they always want. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, somebody, I, I think you're joking. He says, oh, he says, oh, Lord, does he go this hard on white folk? Yeah, you guys missed it, didn't you? Literally, I know I, I know you're joking. I know you're joking. You, you got to be joking. Literally, the thumbnail is Amber Heard, and I called her a Jezebel less than five minutes ago. <laughs> I, I, I Listen, sometimes the black community, do you have wax in your ears? Do you have wax in your ears? I literally called Amber Heard a Jezebel five minutes ago, but. Maybe you missed it. <laughs> I swear, y'all don't hear it. Y'all, like, I don't know when you, how do you disassociate when I'm criticizing Amber Heard and then I criticize this, this person over here? How do you, oh, I know you were joking, but I know he's, I know, I know your name. I know your name, <laughs> but that's how people think. You, they think that they be like, oh man, he only talk about us and he hard on us. I'm like, What? Were you here five minutes ago? But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, I said emergencies. Look, men, men, black men. I know, huddle up. No black women don't want to hear this shit. I know they don't want to hear. Trust me, I got a black mama, you know, and I got a black relatives and all this stuff. They don't, the black, they don't want to hear this shit. Black men, I'm going to tell you this and listen and listen good. This is advice from a man. Act like I'm Denzel Washington telling you and cursing you out and telling you in training day. Do not wait until something's an emergency to find a solution. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's just play, plain and simple. And I'll give you a prime example. Like the rapper takeout. The rapper takeout gets shot. And then here comes everybody. Oh, man, we need to stop the violence. It's too late. Mm. The violence has started. Like, like find, an, find the solution before people get shot up. And the solution is not check into a city with other alleged criminal organizations. You know what I mean? Like that or or that the criminal organizations run the city like for real, like stop with the stop with the emergency. We need to do this and we need to do that. And that's how you get into your situations, man. Like find solutions when shit is calm. Is it calm outside? Let's talk solutions. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say take out? Oh, take off. Sorry, take off. I said take out. My bad. I, I, I didn't try to do it. I didn't try to do that. I was just saying it. All right, hold on for a second. Let's get to the cash app. All right. I was thinking, I was thinking Chinese food. All right, shout out to you. <laughs> G Money says my son and his mama turned their back when he was 18 years old. I think that was from yesterday. Mom, yeah, that was when we signed off. My mom and his son turned their back when he was 18. Okay, look, hey, look, gentlemen, stop having these attachments to your children. <laughs> okay, I know it hurts. What hurts the most? You guys need to watch that clip. Somebody just shared it on um on my locals, and I wasn't gonna play it today. But black men, y'all gotta stop having these attachments to your damn kids and all that ish. All right, let me see here. What is this? Oh, what is this here? Let's see here. Uh, at some particular point, especially when they 18, let they ass go. 
All right. Sometimes when they adolescents, you know what I mean? If they if, if it's a tough ass fight, let they ass go. Let they ass go. Man. All right. So uh, let me show y'all real quick. I'll just show you a little bit of it. I'll just show you. I didn't mean to share this. This show was already off the rip. All right. But uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Here, Here's the here's the clip right here. And this is how y'all need to be with y'all sons, man. Here it is. Hold on, let's put, let's turn up the volume. Me, he give it to me because he owe me. What kind of foolishness is that to let somebody take away your job? I'm still gonna be working weekends. No, no, you getting out of here and finding you another job. Come on, Pop, I gotta practice. I can't work after school and play football too. The team needs me. That's what Coach Zellman said. I don't care what nobody say. I'm the boss. You understand? I'm the boss around here. I do the only saying what counts. Come on. Pop. I ask you, do you understand? Yes. Yeah. What? Yes, sir. All right. You get on down there to that AMP, see if you can get your job back. If you can't do both, then you quit the football team. You got to take the crookeds with the straights. Yes, sir. You got to take the crooked with the straights. You got to take the crooked with the straights. Stop being emotional-ass ninjas with your kids. And kids, stop being emotional-ass ninjas with your parents. All right, learn from your parents. Take the crooked with the straights and keep it moving. But y'all be, oh, he took my kid, man, 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 man. <laughs> Don't get me started. Fair use. Here's the best part of the scene. Here's the best part of the scene right here. All right, here it comes. Can I ask you a question? What the hell you got to ask me? Mr. Stewiggy, the one you got the questions for. That's right. How come you ain't never liked me? Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? Uh-oh. What law is there say I got to like you? Want to stand up in front of my face and ask a damn fool-ass question like that? Uh-oh. Talking about liking somebody. Come here, boy, when I talk to you. Ooh. Uh-oh. Straighten up, goddammit. That's what y'all need to be teaching y'all kids, man. Straighten up. Shut your damn mouth and stop asking me stupid shit. Listen. I asked you a question. What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Exactly. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you're in my house, uh -uh. you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. See, this is all this is what this is what your baby mama will call verbal abuse. He verbally abuse emotions, right? That's why they go, he verbally abuse my son. Don't talk to my son like that. Don't talk to my son. No, no, no. Your duty is to teach your son respect. Continue. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me, but why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt putting up with them crackers every day because mm. I like you. Mm. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. Oh. 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 You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. Continuing. Women aren't going to like this because they deal with emotions. And this is how they tie your ass up with your kids emotionally. No, 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 no. You do your duty. If you don't want me to do my duty with my kids, I abstain. You take the kids and you deal with the aftermath. Not I. Not I. Because my job, you're not letting me do my job. Continuing. It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. Mm. You live in my house. Yeah. Fill your belly with my food. Ooh. Put your behind on my bed Ugh. because you're my son. Because I like you. Because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. That's right. Now, let's get this straight right here now before I go along any further. I ain't got to like you. <laughs> Mr. Rand don't give me my money. Come pay day because he like me. He give it to me because he owe me. 
Now, I don't give you everything I got to give you. I, I don't give you everything I got to give you. Men give everything he got to give, and it ain't enough. Most women, it ain't enough for them. I'm not happy. Most of these bald ass kids, <laughs> these punk ass kids out here, it ain't enough. You got everything you want. You want to delete yourself. My daddy don't like me. My mama don't like me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's never enough because you think emotionally. Let me do my duty, he said. Let's continue. Give you your life. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. Damn. Damn. Yo, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, we miss this type of parenting, but we call this type of parenting some sort of form of abuse when the man goes to work every day and gets abused on his job just to put clothes on a back, food in the belly, fight the belly of the beast, fight the family court, fight the emotional woman. Now, don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure they're doing right by you. Woo! Preach! Y'all need to hear that again. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me. Now, don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure they're doing right by you. Somebody said, you're off here, CGA. Oh, I'm off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tuck your tampon string in, sir. Tuck your tampon string in, sir. We got a community full of no daddies, and I'm off. We got single motherism and I'm off. We got single motherism running wild like Hulkamania and I'm off. Single mother raised boys learning the pee sitting down and co-sleeping with their mama and I'm off. See, this is what I'm talking about. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be women that Put up the biggest defense for the community. Let me take this down real quick because I'm preaching already. Y'all done got me preaching. It is not the single mother. It is not the women that are going to be our biggest obstacle. It's going to be men. Yes, puss ass men. It's going to be Mitch's. There's times where you're going to have, listen, there's times. How many guys had fathers in their life? I had a father in my life. I lived with him off and on. I remember one thing and one thing big about my father. It wasn't that he loved me. He wasn't, he's not a loving man. The guy, I, I, I say this with love. My dad's a bot, right? My dad is very unemotional. He's very withdrawn. He doesn't speak out. He's not the loudest person in the room. Let me tell you the biggest thing that I remember about me and my dad when I was young. One day, it wasn't that he loved me. He cared for me. He hugged me. One day, we're riding bikes at a park. And I'm in the lead. He's following me. He didn't even have to say a thing. There was a turnoff that it looked kind of weird. It was just like a little trail. So I'm in the front. And I see the turnoff. And I turn off. I'm probably eight years old, maybe nine. I turn off to this trail. But as I turn off, it's like a cliff. It's like a, a like a mountain bike trail. So I turn off and I see, oh, shit, I'm about to be going off a cliff. Like the hand of God, my father reached out 
And I don't know how, because he's on a bike behind me. He reaches out and he saves me from falling off that cliff. He didn't have to tell me he loved me. He didn't have to show me every day and hug me every day. But that right there will forever remind me that my father took responsibility in making me who I am. That forever will let me know my father likes me. I don't need him to tell me he likes me. I don't need him to every day coddle me and pet my head and hug me. That right there let me know all I needed to know from that point forward. There's nothing else he needs to say. See, you pee sitting down, man. Daddy, do you care about me? Do you got clothes on your back? Do you sleep and put your ass on the bed and the mattress that I provide? Do you get tucked in? Do you got food in your belly? Well, then that's all you need to know. And then at that point, I need to make sure you prepared out to go out in this world and don't worry about anybody else liking or loving you because that don't matter. Take care of your business. That's what matters. See, he said that, and I've been preaching that forever. Forget everybody. Nobody has to like you, and it doesn't even matter if they like you. Doesn't even matter if your parents like you, but do they provide for you? That's your duty. But I'm off here, sir. But I'm off. And most men don't even have that much. Most men don't even have that many memories of their dad. I didn't even live with my dad full time. That was like some summer I was staying with my father, and he did that. And I remember it to this day, and it's vivid as hell. I can see it. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Dudes, men, take care of your business. Stop getting too much on this emotional bullshit. This emotional shit has ruined our country. This emotional shit is the most weakest arguments out here because nobody's ever right. Nobody's ever wrong. Okay? And because you can't argue emotions, it makes it all this chaos bullshit. What you need to do is do your duty. That's what you need to do. And that's the thing. That's the number one thing you focus on. If somebody prevents you from doing your duty, well, then skedaddle. You got nothing to do here. Fuck, forget it. I'm not going to join your emotional parade where you're always right and I'm always wrong. See, that's a weak spot. I always told you men, never join their emotional playground. That's a weak spot. You don't wrestle around in no one's emotional playground. When you see two men fighting and they're fighting emotionally, those are two witches. Those aren't two men because they're fighting like women. When they start talking about, oh, my mental health and all this and all of this and talking about, that's all a playground you don't want to join. Don't do it. That's that's a that's an unfair advantage that they're going to have over you. But at the same time, they don't realize how hard you're working for them. How much food you put in their belly, how much private school you paying for. And all of that stuff, that's the stuff that matters, because. When they say, well, forget it, I want to be loved. They sit their ass in the corner in a rat piss infested a uh, house, dog shit everywhere, and they don't have the necessities anymore. But they somehow find out they don't have the love either. If y'all chase love and happiness as a priority, you're going to screw yourself, gentlemen. You're going to screw yourself. We ain't here for that bullshit. We ain't here for that love and happiness bullshit because those aren't permanent states. Love is not a permanent state. You're in love, you're out of love. Happiness, you're happy, you're sad, you're angry, you're mad. Bruh, chase stuff that's permanent, meaning clothes on back, shoes on feet, asses in beds, food in belly. That's number one. 
And all you men that disagree, tuck your tampon string in and stand up when you pee. And stand up straight. Anyway. If you can't deal with that, go hug your mammy then. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, but we got it all wrong. I just told you when you're looking for solutions with emotions and you wait for the emotions to show up, you wait for the emergency, and then you try to find solutions, you screw yourself up. All right, now you got me, guys. You got me off now. You got me off. <laughs> All right, I'm off here. Go get some hugs if you want. Go get some hugs if you want. You emotional ninjas. I can't deal with you people, man. I'm a non-emotional. I kind of get that from my dad. Okay, the emotion things, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. Y'all want to sit around and cry. Sorry for 2004. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Everything's not, emotions are fine, but they're fleeting. <laughs> All right, they're fleeting. I'm not going to base my life off of emotions. Even if I'm down and out, the hell with it. I'm going to be up. All right, I'm going to be all the way up in a matter of moments, maybe in a year. I'm going to be up again. <laughs> all right, anyway, stop. All right, anyway, getting back to the show. He said he's cool now. He said he's all right. All right, man, let's be men. Let's be men out here. Stop trying to be women. Men, stop trying to be women. Stop it. It don't work for you. It's not a good look. Can't stand you ninjas running around here catering to women all the time. And it's always the black men, too. White men, y'all already simps. I mean, it's just. <laughs> all right, anyway, let me stop. All right, shout out to my man D'Angelo says, been watching you since 2018. Best move I've ever made. Thank you. Shout out to you. All right, appreciate y'all for being here. That's original coach gang member status. All right, Ricky Webster, speaking of original coach gang member, he says, one love and French toast props do, coach. Indeed. All right, shout out to T-Time. He says, uh, Tim the Trucker here, Coach Gang for life. All right, man. Let's see how far I'm back. <laughs> this is all messed up already. All right, hold on. I got to do a couple of demos and then I got to get on. All right, shout out to Faith. She says, let them know, Coach. He says, we need to just care about us. That's the problem with the community talk. We are worried about what them <laughs> what those dub ninjas do right he says or i think you've been dumb ninjas he says that we can't control concern yourself with you and your community and go it'll and getting better yeah gosh he says concern yourself with the with yourself stop worrying about what these dumb ninjas be out here doing all right for real and she says hey coach listening to pandora music this morning and r kelly's ignition song came on didn't know whether to forward or rock out Shamefully, I rocked out. He says, I hate what he did, but I mean, the man's got talent. Yeah, you can't listen. You can't separate the art. Can't separate the art you, or you can separate the art from the man. Hey, like my, let me stick my key in your ignition. Eddie says, your conqueror is still closed. Make sure you got the right one. Um, I'm going to have to uh, fix it. That, that site is great. He says, I tried to sign up, but it won't let me. I'm trying to get my paperwork in order, by the way, fire blue chip stream yesterday. Shout out to you. Okay. And shout out to fate. Okay. Tuck them tampon strings in before you watch my show. All right. We ain't going to have that argument. See, one of the things that people in our society use against men is the emotional argument. Now, men, we're not strong there. 
but they want you to get strong. Remember that that therapist that came out with them soggy ass titties telling us you need therapy. And when she crazy, you didn't catch it. Right. And we need all the therapy. We need all the emotional language. We need all this. You know what you need to get your shit in order. She running around here. Her drawers are all closed, all falling out the drawers. She's all disorganized and disheveled. How about you clean your room? Your daddy should have told you to clean your room and put a bra and to put them soggy titties in a bra. How about that before you all come out here? See, get your shit in order before I join your emotional bullshit. Yeah, I'll have a kumbaya, but get your shit in order first. <laughs> okay, I'm not coming to you. I'm not coming down to anybody's level. I'm not coming down to anybody's level. Most people who use emotions as an argument, their whole life is disheveled. Have you ever seen a person that got their life in order and and is talking about some emotional bullshit? Nope. No, most most of the time, the people talking that emotional bullshit, life is in utter chaos. <laughs> They're a complete mess. They never like, okay, yeah, you seem to have shit in order. All right, let's have a kumbaya in a therapy session. No, they always in utter chaos. You know why? Because they ain't got no discipline. All they got is emotions, and they can't even keep that shit right. They got to go meet with some uh, drug-hopped-up therapist to get their shit right. All right? Anyway, people mad as hell at me this morning. People are mad at me. I can't deal with chaotic people, meaning if I walk into your house or I get into your car and your shit is disheveled, there's no bit of life advice you can offer me if you're an adult woman and you got three kids by two baby daddies and you live with your mother. Do not offer me life advice. Do not do it. I can be a damn insane criminal out here. Do not offer me life advice. All you can do is offer me a warm place that I can stick my key in an ignition in. That's about the only thing. Don't say nothing else after that. Don't say nothing else. Just bend over, grab them ankles. And then when I'm done, stay quiet. This one chick like that, that I used to pipe down, she would be like, oh, you work too hard. Don't make life all about work. Would you shut your monkey ass up? You see, living with your mama. Three kids. Barely got a job. Just been over and touched them toes. That's why you're here. You're not here for no damn life advice to CGA. <laughs> you obviously don't work hard at all and you want me to stop go fry some bacon in the kitchen that's what you need to be doing all right not talking to me about my life anyway <laughs> got the nerve to act think like i invited you here to have a conversation with you you're out of order ma'am you definitely out of order. This is a CGA court. <laughs> this is going to be a long show. I'm going to have to cut two stories. All right. Anyway, who got me started? Let's talk about this dude right here. Straggling Sniggle Theater. All right. We'll be short on this one since I don't know what the hell's going on here. This uh, black girl tragic. Black girl tragic. Straggling. Oh, wait. I got to do the intro to Straggling Sniggle Theater. All right. Straggling Sniggle Theater. Somebody, somebody time out J, JB for a minute. He typing in all caps. Time his ass out. Black girl tragic here. All right, you guys haven't heard this story. This sister 
this sister went down from uh, North Kakalaki, went down to Cabo. Uh, black folks in traveling, y'all need to get it together. I know everybody, you know what I mean? That, that Korean dude went down there to Columbia. We can't go down there and, and act straggling sniggle. All right, so I'm not going to show the fight, but there's apparently a fight where some Transformer is beating up this Decepticon. And um, they're, she's not putting up a fight. She refuses to put up a fight. And they found her dead. Let's go ahead and give her the... Now, the two people or the people that that um, went down there with her, they came back home. They came back to Charlotte. And they left their ass down there, allegedly beaten up and had a spine cracked. And as you can see, well, you can't see. Her name is Shanquilla Robinson. Shanquilla. Shanquilla. Who killed her? He says her mother said her first indication that something was wrong was when she received the panic phone call from one of her daughter's friends. They say she wasn't feeling well. She had alcohol poisoning. They couldn't get a pulse. Uh, she did not have alcohol poisoning. This is her, I believe, as well. She did not have, I mean, she might have been drinking, but she definitely got her, she definitely got whooped. All right, there's video evidence of her getting her tail kicked in a hotel room. Okay, she got beat the hell up. And, um, and uh, they left her there, man, dead. And apparently they might have done some other things, you know, wherever they left her dead. It says right here, the family didn't receive devastating news on October 30th, 2022, just a little more than a day after Shanquilla had arrived in Cabo. She was dead. Um, it says grieving from afar, the family made arrangements for uh, with the Mexican authorities to have an autopsy done and later to retrieve Shanquilla's body. But when they heard the medical examiner's report of the cause of death, that's when grief turned to anger. When the autopsy came back, they said it had nothing to do with alcohol. Um, it said right here, they said that she had a broken neck and her spine in the back was cracked. She had been beaten. And there's evidence. I can't show you the evidence. There was a guy filming. There was a male. Hold on. There was a person with a male voice filming. I don't know if it was another trans former. But a person with a male voice was filming and there was another person that looked like a woman, too, beating her up. And then the person that was filming was asking, hey, are you going to put up a fight? Hey, Shanquilla, are you going to fight? And she's like, no. And I'm not. she didn't defend herself. She was just getting her ass beat. Down in Cabo. So listen, you went, you went down to Cabo and to act like straggle and sniggle. This is absolutely crazy. It says right here, all of the friends on the Cabo trip returned back to the United States. Lord, she was fighting her girlfriend. He asked if she was going to touch the bra. Yeah. Transformer hit her with all of that. It says right here, uh, all the friends returned back to Mexico. This is a L. Y'all returned back. Left her there dead. Man, straggling sniggle. And then what else happened? But they were, uh, they've been suspiciously mum about the death of her friends. So much for the community. So much for each one, teach one. So much for what we need to do as a people. See, this is why I tell you, man, I don't deal with these people, man. I don't deal with these people, man. I don't trust them. They let your ass out there dead. Now this woman's going to get a mural. She's going to get a mural in Charlotte. The Mexican authorities who initially were handling the case as a potential criminal one have all but pulled back due to circumstances that they label as inconclusive. Again, one thing that you guys got to know about um, when you get when you get touched in a foreign country, you're not in the United States. They don't they don't have to cater to you. 
They're not going to make a big deal out of it. They don't want to mess up their tourism. They're like, we're not going to investigate. We're not going to, what are they going to do? Arrest these ninjas? What are they going to do? Arrest them? They're in Mexico. They're in Cabo. They're in Baja, California. They're going to fly to Charlotte and arrest them? Nope. No, they're not. They don't give a damn. And these people will get away with deletion. I'm sorry. They're going to get away with it. They're going to get away with it. There's, who's going to investigate them? The people in Charlotte? The police in Charlotte? Oh, let's investigate them. Nope. So straggling Sniggle Theater once again, man, this is actually crazy. And of course, who, 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 we, we always tell you, um, sometimes the people closest to you, what did I tell you? I always tell you this, and I'm going to miss this up. The people who, the people proximity, people who look like you, and people who are related to you are more likely to do damage to you than strangers are. And that's statistics. That's statistics. Sad, sad story. Sorry for Shanquilla to lose her life, uh, but this just proves my point. Uh, on a whole bunch of things right here. Yeah, he said the cartels are going to protect the tourist industry. Yep. Anyway, uh, we got another straggling sniggle uh, story here. Derek Jackson's wife is right now putting a root on everybody. Hold up. Let's go ahead and blow her up. This is, remember, Derek Jackson's wife. Let's go ahead and make this a little bit larger. Oh, no, that's a bad way to pause it. I don't mean to make her look bad here. Hold on for a second. Um. Remember Derek Jackson? There you see him right there. Uh, he was the guy who cheated all on his wife. Maybe Kev Kevin Samuels was right. Cheated on his wife. Um, what else did he do? He 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 embarrassed her. He dragged her out with that bonnet. And everybody would assume he would have left. She would have left Derek Jackson. But nope. as we say, guys, this is a new day. Women don't leave their husbands for cheating, especially if he's somewhat of a high value guy. Let's go ahead and play little more of this straggle and sniggle and see how she going to threaten y'all for talking greasy about her family. Every person speaking against the names Danae Jackson and Derek Jackson in mockery, accusations, slanders, and lies. May the mercies of God be withdrawn from you. May your husbands and wives become widows. Let your children become fatherless. Let your seed become vagabonds on the earth let the words of your mouth and your words of your hands be returned back to you let it go down your throat and choke oh. you slowly until your days oh. become few on the earth the word of god says touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm you've been warned and if you Ooh. want to know where that is at in the bible oh. go to psalm 109 Go to Psalm 35, go to Psalm 140, go to Psalm 141 and keep our names out of your mouth in the name of Jesus. Have a blessed day. Oh, no, man. Oh, hold up. Hold. Wait a minute. Oh, my nuts are getting numb. My throat. My throat. Oh. Elizabeth. I think, I, I, I think this the bit, this the bit, oh, my tongue, my tongue getting, my tongue. Lord have mercy. She out here going crazy, man. She got me, man. She got me when she put a root on me. Cause I was talking greasy about her. I definitely was talking greasy about her, but she got, <laughs> not my, oh damn, my left, my left ball, my left ball getting numb. Oh, for a second. In Jesus' name, she said, holy moly. New, 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 new world order. 
every person speaking against the names Danae Jackson and Derek Jackson in mockery, accusation, slanders, and lies. May the mercies of God be withdrawn from you. May your husbands and wives become widows. Let your children become fatherless. Let your seed become vagabonds on the earth. Let the words of your mouth and your words of your hands be returned back to you. Let it go down your throat and choke you slowly until your days become few on the earth. The word of God says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You've been warned. And if you want to know where that is at in the Bible, go to Psalm 109. Go to Psalm 35, go to Psalm 140, go to Psalm 141 and keep our names out of your mouth in the name of Jesus. Have a blessed day. Woo! Hey, man, y'all better heed the words of a sister. Heed the words of a sister. Y'all better keep the name out of your mouth. <laughs> I did hear a smoke detector. I thought of mine for a second. I was like, is that my smoke detector going off? How your smoke? Is she in the car? How your smoke detector going off in the car? Hold up for a second. I got to review this. I did hear it. I was like, is that my smoke detector? All right. I got confused. Is she in the car? How was the smoke? Wait a minute. I can't tell. I did hear a smoke detector, but I think she's in the car. And Derek Jackson in mockery, accusation, slanders, and lies. May the mercies of God be withdrawn from you. May your husbands and wives. Anyway, I thought it was my smoke detector for a minute. I would have had to pause the show because my smoke detector cannot go off after I criticize these single mothers. All right. She cast a rook, man. You got to watch out, man. Witchcraft is real. Witchcraft is real out here. Straggling single theater, man. She out of control for me. All right, man, watch out for her. You, you've been warned. All right, doom and gloom report brought to you by the new, new, new world order. All right, so um, here we go right here. Uh, the doom and gloom report. Uh, let's start with, let's start with, um, let's start with this. I don't know if you guys know about this. Um, we always talk about the democratic fish fry. Well, I have news for you. There is a democratic fish fry. New, 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 new world order. Fair use. This is um, Joe Biden. This is when Joe Biden won the election by going to the world famous Jim Clyburn's fish fry. You think this is a joke? Here it is. World this weekend, the state Democratic Party is holding their annual convention tomorrow. However, most of the Democratic candidates that are hoping to become the next president arrived in the Palmetto State tonight for the annual Jim Clyburn fish fry. 21 of the presidential hopefuls were there tonight. It's a tradition that Clyburn has hosted for decades, but it's never been as high profile as this year. An estimated crowd of at least 5,000 showed up to hear from the men and women who want to defeat President Trump next year. Many in the crowd said they're undecided as to who they're going to be supporting. That's why an event like tonight, they say, was so important. South Carolina hosts the first primary in the earlier in the evening. Many of those candidates stopped by the there's the Democratic fish fry. So let's go ahead and uh, see what ninja showed up to the Democratic fish fry. If you will, we do have footage, live footage of the Democratic fish fry. Uh, give me one second here. Let's go ahead and uh, take this off the screen. We do have live footage of people going to the Democratic fish fry and uh, we'll go ahead and pull it up right here. All right. We got live footage. Uh, there we go right there. Let's go ahead and roll the film. 
Uh, let's go ahead and slow it down. So why is it on double speed? All right, let's go ahead and slow it down right here. Here we go. Oh, man, why is it Why is it like that? We're going to have to play it like this. All right, here we go. We're going to have to play it like this. I still can't believe a done fair that fell out the sky and tore up my fence. I've been living here for 47 years. I ain't never had no mess like this happen before. Ooh, wait a minute. What time is it right now? Ooh, it's almost 5.30. I forgot they having a Democratic fish fry downtown. I need to hurry up and go and get on down there before they runs out of catfish nuggets. <laughs> and remember to vote blue no matter who. I know many of you are asking, what are you voting for? You say you want reparations? Well, you're going to get reparations in the form of hugs from other people of color. Isn't that great? Yeah, man, that's fantastic. New, 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 new that's fantastic. I think there's some other footage after the Democratic fish fry. Um, let me see here. Let me see if I can pull up that other footage that uh, happened because, you know, every now and then people do do well in the Democratic fish fry. And uh, I think he, I think there's, uh, let's see, he's quite, he's quite enthusiastic about his efforts for the Democratic fish fry. Let's go ahead and see if we can stop share. We can pull him up on the screen there. I didn't know this. I was, this is just, I'm become aware of this, that there's a Democratic fish fry. Apparently, yeah, man. It'd be going down there. It could be getting busy. Yeah. Check it. Uh-huh. Yay. Catfish nuggets, too. Get it. Uh-huh. Uh. Get it. Get it. Shake it like a salt shaker. Oh, not the big, not the biscuit, too. <laughs> not the biscuit. Oh, get it. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Hey, catfish nuggets. Yay. <laughs> okay, let me stop, man. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm just, I'm just trying, man. Come on, man. Y'all take your head being mad at me. Shout out to Tariq Nasheed for putting that character out. I think it's absolutely funny. And um, maybe the Negro community let me know if this is funny. If this is funny, is this fun? No, no. It's not funny. You're frowning upon my shenanigans again. All right, I'm trying, though. All right, okay. Doom and Gloom Report brought to you by... World order. Yes, indeed. Uh, here it is right here. Uh, more Doom and Gloom. Remember CGA. Coach Adamus is here. Coach Adamus, somebody says it's not funny, bro. Okay. Um, Coach Adamus is here. Remember when I told you? I told you about immigration. I said, the black community, you guys are going to struggle, but I don't really care. Because immigration, they're bringing in so many immigrants. I said, um, there's a theory that says the United States, people in the United States, or our leaders, the WEF and all of these people, um, they want America to have one billion citizens. One bill. I'm sorry. Yeah. One billion citizens. We're at 360 some odd million citizens. And they would love for us to get to one billion. And I said, immigration is one of the things that is going to change the direction of our country. Now, there's two points that I want to make on this one. We now have confirmation that this right here, this agendas, the whole thing that I wrote about in the evolution, single motherism, early terminations of pregnancy. They want all of y'all to terminate y'all's pregnancies. Why? We're going to get to that. Um, the promotion of birth control, feminism, working, strong and independent women. Watch this. This is all culminating to this. Remember, it was conspiracy theory when I talked about it. 
But watch this. You're going to get confirmation here. Coach Adamas is right again. You can get flowers to me if you want. This is Chuck Schumer. I want you to listen. Listen to what he says. And I just talked about this two weeks ago. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own Up. with the same level that it used to. Up. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is. If listen, the only way. We're going to have a great future in America is what? What? I am a real. What? What's the only way, sir? CGA is about to be proven right again. Coach Adamus is on it again. What's the only way? Let me listen. We welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. 11 million. 11 million undocumented. 2 million coming across the border each year since the last two years. Bruh, y'all done. America, America, America as you know it, going into the future is not going to be the America you see right now. Too many, I've been telling you America, too many entitled Americans, too many lazy Americans. Trailer park trash, gone. They're not going to care about you. Community, done. They don't care about y'all. I've been telling you this for a long time and y'all want we, what we need to do. No, they already have this in place. They already have this in place. I seen it coming. All right, and here it is right here, um, right here. The only way to save America in their vote, in their in their mind, is to bring across immigrants. Why? Because they're going to work, they're going to procreate, and they're probably going to vote Democrat. Because these are the people welcoming them. They're the people making it easier to come across. Here it is right here. You guys think I was joking? All right, Kostradamus is on it again from their own voice. Here we go. New, 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 new world order. Now more than ever. Oh, and cheap labor. And they'll do whatever. They'll do whatever. What do we? What do you want me to do? You Americans, I need this. I need this right here. Reparations is gone. Right here, there's no argument for reparations. They, they're done with you. I've been saying they're done with you. They, they're done with poor, low-class people. They're done with entitled people. They know Generation Z is going to be an abject failure. They know they ain't going nowhere. These girls out here hoeing, they're like, man, Bring in the immigrants. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own. Wow. Did you see this? That one right there. We're short of workers. But the second point. Remember, people used to have three, four, five, seven kids. Now people are lucky to just have one. And then you fight tooth and nail in the family court over that one or two kids. Did you hear this? And I said that this is the reason why they're going to bring the immigrants. They're probably going to be traditional family. They're probably going to be laborers. They're probably going to procreate like crazy. Listen. Workers, uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own. Yeah, but you ninjas, they getting you ninjas to not reproduce. Woo! With the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Hey, Coach Adamas, I've been on this. I've been preaching this. I've been saying this for the last few years. I know y'all a little bit slow to catch up. It is hard to take the lead. It's hard to predict these things. I know you can be like, I don't see it. I know it, but see, the thing is, you're you don't have the ability to stop this, right? Like these things that they have in place, you, you can't go down the border and stop it. 
many times the only thing you can do is vote someone in or out. And even that is tricky. Even that is tricky. So get ready, guys. Get ready. I've been telling you this is on the horizon, and you'll see in 20 years. Because 11 million people, let's just say, let's just say the 4 million that have come across since 2020, you have 11 million total. These people are going to procreate at rates that you can't compete on, especially when your women in the community are, 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 are terminating in New York. They terminate more kids that are born. <laughs> okay. They early terminate more kids that are born. You can't keep up. And by the time we get to the second generation of these immigrants, they'll outnumber you two to one. They'll outnumber you. There ain't no way you can compete. This is why they had that article that said, especially the black families, you'll, your net worth will be zero by 2050. Why do they say things like this? Because they're putting these things in place. And now by the time they say it and verbalize it, it's been already in place for a decade, two decades, three. They've already been doing this. Coach Radamus, again, is right. I like being right, and I love to brag about it. All right, so let's give you the last one here. Oh, this is another Coach Radamus special. Remember I said also, and uh, shout out to, I think Black Ram 313 put me on to what CBDC was, and then I went to investigate. And then I determined that through some of the articles that I had read, that by December, they're going to roll out early forms of, of, of digital currency offered by the Fed. And I've been, offer, I've been giving you this information. And it's, you know, some people think it's conspiracy theory. I said the normies are going to latch onto it like a child latches onto his mother's nipple. They're not going to realize what's going on. I said uh, we discussed that the FTX, the FTX scandal is going to force people to not go to decentralized currency. They're going to depend on the government and the government will roll out centralized currency. This is what we've been talking about. CGA, once again, once again, new, 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 new world order. Watch this. I said by December. I said by December. People are like, nah, watch this. Reuters. New, 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 new world order. Banking giants and New York Fed start 12 week digital dollar pilots. New, 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 new world order. Oh boy, y'all not ready for this. And I, I want you, this is no, this is um put out two days ago. Mm, mm, mm. New York, November 15th, global banking giants are starting a 12-week digital dollar pilot with the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. The participants announced on Tuesday. Yeah, y'all need to get y'all need to give me my flower, bro. We be I be on this shit, man. This is what is up, man. Says right here, Citibank, HSBC, MasterCard, Wells Fargo are among the federal, uh, the financial companies participating in the experiment alongside the New York Fed's innovative center. They said in a statement, the project, which is called the regulated liability network, will be conducted in a test environment and use simulated data of course they're going to give the lemmings the information and the lemmings are going to latch onto it the pilot will test how banks use digital dollars digital dollar tokens in a common database um and can help speed up payments <laughs> early this month michelle neal and they're going to act like, oh, we just thought about this. No, they didn't. They've been planning this. This is head, head of the New York's Fed market groups said 
It sees promise in using central bank digital dollars to speed up settlement time in currency markets. Oh, boy. New, 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 new world order. Now, is this all bad? Well, depending on how you look at it, that's going to be your decision making. That's going to be what's up. That's going to be your decision making. But they're rolling it forward and they're using some of these scenarios, FTX, oh, the, the centralized currency. No, no, we need to centralize. It's already here, man. It's already here. And uh, yes, uh, by the time uh, the normies figure it out, it'll be too late, right? They don't even know what's going on. Normies don't know. They're just going to, I want to do it. Oh, wow. You're going to send it to my phone? Just click the box? Okay. And they're going to see how many normies latch on. Then they're going to roll that shit out. And then, yeah, if you want to know more about this, if you want to know more about this, we talk about this on the Money Mindset. I'm not going to go on to it here. But again, CGA's been warning you. I probably put that out two months ago about that. And people was right over your head. You have no, huh? What? But trust me, trust me, they already had this in the fold years ahead of time. And what they've been doing is watching the decentralized currencies, which is called cryptocurrency, right? They've been watching what you do. And our brother Chris shared this with us uh, on Sunday. They've been watching how you do. They've been watching the mistakes. They've been watching the errors. They've been just seeing what it is. They've been planning to release it, but they watch everybody. They see the mistakes and then they say, okay, this is how we're going to best be able to do it. Initiate control or more or less, this is how we're going to best be able to do it without uh, all of the learning curve. Cause yeah, you've been already doing it by the way. And then they're going to release it to the lemmings. The lemmings are going to latch onto it. Then you're going to have people that go, Oh no, this is about control. They're going to mute them. <laughs> they're going to make you out to look like a crazy lunatic. And then they're going to have the lemmings. What are you? It's going to be another divisive issue, just like the mask and the injection and all of these things. And then the people that are say, no, man, watch your constitutional rights. Don't do that. Don't latch on to the Fed. Don't do that. And then the normies are going to like, yeah, but it's super easy. Remember, I played the commercial of them telling you, no, just process your payment through Zelle. What's the big deal? I don't want cash. Go through Zelle. Mm. This is all training. There's not going to be an announcement, sir. <laughs> That's the closest to the announcement that you're going to get. But when they start doing it, if you're not ready to figure out how you're going to process it, you're going to go into it and you can't get out of it. Once you once you latch on to it and the normies latch on, then they're going to figure out just kind of like other things that we discovered. Then they're going to figure out, but wait a minute. Now I can't do this. Yeah, it's too late, sir. Nope, you're on the CBDC now. <laughs> you can't come back off. That's called a plantation. You volunteer. That's why Kanye said slavery is a choice. People are going to choose to do it. They're going to make you believe you have a choice. You can do this or you can do that. You can do it the old way. Then your, bunk, your punk ass is going to choose. And then you're going to figure out later on. But, oh, man, I, I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> okay. Here it is. Coach Adamus is right. Whether you think this is a conspiracy or not, it's no longer a conspiracy. It is an absolute fact. It is an absolute fact. They're rolling it out here very, very soon. And I would say by the middle of the year, June, we definitely will have it for the masses. All right. They're using New York City, which is the, basically the test, the, the test lab, the test rats of America. <laughs> Somebody says, so don't do it. No, do your research. Don't listen to me. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you what to do. What I tell you is do your research. Okay, research it on your own. But I give you the information. Here it is. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. 
Anyway, the lab rats of America, New York City. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me do some super chats and catch up on it. PayPal needs some love. I know. I know PayPal is like, man, coach, you do me dirty. All right. Y'all better be over there too. Oh, hold up. Are they letting me even sign in? Or they already got me? New, 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 new world order. By the way, Coach Adam is right again. All right. They got me security challenging. Oh, see. Okay. They got me. Take the dog. They want me to pick the dog. All right, I picked the dog. I hate that there's security challenges. All right, let me take this down. Oh, man. It's easy to see things. It's easy to see things after the fact, but not many people are blessed with vision to be see these things when they're happening. Most of you guys aren't blessed to do that, or you're cowardly and you don't want to call it out. You're like, I think that. Remember, there's guys now. I was saying that five years ago. You wasn't saying it loud enough. Shout out to Mr. E.K. Buike says, Coach, keep the Spotify uploads coming. Coach gang for life. All right, shout out to you. Yes, we'll continue as much as we can. And then especially if Spotify gives me that deal. Hey, Spotify, let's talk turkey. All right, pay me on CBDC. <laughs> Put $2 million a year in my CBDC. Shout out to Moose Hefner. He says five love languages in the book club collection. Coach, how dare you? Hey, one thing you got to know about a book collection, you guys, I shared a video on the, Notor on, on the Notorious CGA channel about books. One thing you guys knows got to know about books is um, you don't have to agree with books to have a book. I kind of mentioned that in the video. So I mentioned some of the books I have. Just because you have the book and you read the book doesn't mean you agree with the book. Sometimes you got to learn and read something that you disagree with just to know what the other side's thinking. So I read the five love languages so I know and I'm not ignorant about what I speak. I can speak on it and I can and I did the video actually did a great breakdown video on how women use the five love languages to manipulate men. Now, if I didn't read the book, I would never be able to make the video. Right. I would be speaking in ignorance. But I knew I processed it. I knew I read it. And then I was able to say this is all manipulation. This is all just manipulation, because more often than not, the one love language you're going to admit to wanting is the obvious physical touch and then they're gonna say oh my god don't you want something else no no i don't want nothing else i want you to i want you to drop that neck <laughs> and gumps believe the five love languages and then they say well i don't want to say physical touch because i don't want to be seen as a as a uh as a predator so i like acts of kindness i like words of affirmation no you want no you don't you want her to drop that neck Drop that neck and there's, and there's barbecue in there. I like physical touch. That's what I want. And no, I'm not a goofball man before, because, but, but see how, you see? And then it also allows women to say, I like gifts. I like gifts. Gold digging, tramp. All right, so you're a prostitute. Okay, yeah. I can play that. I can play that in reverse too. I can manipulate you with the five love languages. So you like gifts. Gifts is your number one love language. So you're a hooker. Here, how much do you want? You want a bag? Drop that neck. All right, that's it. So when you when you guys build your book collection, don't just go with books that you obviously agree with. Don't let your book be an echo chamber. You guys got to learn other stuff. All right, and also, and I said in a video, don't just read book. Don't just read books of per people like you. Like for instance, a person can be truthful in their book, but you don't like them as a personal character, right? Because I'll have a book and they'll be like, well, that person's a scam artist and a grifter. And that person, the book was still great information. 
There's great information in books. You don't have to like the person to read the book. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Learn from that. Learn from what I have. Look at my book collection. Learn from that. I have a lot of people that I don't really like as people, but I have their books. All right. All right. Shout out to Sizzo. Coach, don't let these millionaire Mitch Lemmings know the ways of the free agent lifestyle. He says, keep your foot on their neck in the building. Shout out to you with the evil laugh in the building. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah shout out and the woman was just talking about that about r kelly i listen to r kelly i ain't never gonna stop <laughs> all right so all right hey he did what he did as a person but let me stick my key in your ignition baby i hate when people do that well this person's bad let's eliminate their music no their art still stands all right shout out to thomas Cripp says keep up the good work coach so i can focus on my career in the building. So I could focus on my career. Okay. Uh, Kaylin, what did Kaylin have to say here? Kaylin says, what's up, coach? I just found a clip of MTR's Instagram on him reacting to Kim Kardashian's comment on marriage saying it comes and goes, and she hopes the fourth time is a charm. Women are treating marriage like a joke, and I have a clip on that too. We're going to talk about Tia Morrow. Um, so Kim Kardashian, we're going to talk about how women treat marriage and how you're a sucker for taking the bet most of the time. Most of the time, it's a sucker's bet. All right. Shout out to AD Austin. So many community ninjas want to be uh, want to bring the whole family along with their success instead of just focusing on their immediate household. Dealing with trash family will ruin your own household. Yes. I mean, yeah, man, I, I don't get it, but I'm, I'm a different type of dude. I don't I'm like not everybody is coming along with this ride. And it's not that they're bad. I just can't keep everybody. I can't, I, it's sink or swim out here. Warren says a big part of why young men are weak now in today's time is that they can cry, woe is me, and say their father are abusing them. When in reality, they're showing them tough love. My father never had to say he loved me either, but every person in the household knew it. There was no weak emotional BS. And that's precisely why we always felt protected under his leadership. You felt the masculine energy of men back in the day is going to be a rare thing in the coming generations because societal pressures are castrating men now. Um, and I can't blame generation Z in, in its entirety. They're only dealing with their reality, right? Their reality is there's never been people to yell at them, tell them no. Um, parents try to be their friends. So it's hard for them to know what's right or wrong, meaning what's masculine energy and whatnot. They're always kind of told by their teachers and their parents, like their mother and, oh, your parents should never tell you no and never spank you and never yank you up and snatch you by the scruff of the neck. No, that's not proper parenting. Well, most of these people are raging libtards and their kids run all over them. They be in the Costco and the kid be on the, on the floor crying and they're negotiating with children. And then they wonder what happens later on when they can control their children. Not saying spanking is a good way to learn, but sometimes you got to be a little bit more tougher. Uh, with kids uh, kids are not to be negotiated with well the kids need a voice the kids for kids needs direction and leadership they don't need no voice you don't get no damn voice <laughs> all right you don't get no decision making authority here until you pay rent up in this damn thing your rent's due motherfucker but the over usage of uh parental abuse when it's just tough love and support and protection um this is how and i talked about this yesterday this is how uh manipulative baby mothers this is what they use to get around 
the uh, tender years doctrine and the best interest of the child. All right. So um, the best interest of the child, more courts will lean towards giving 50-50 custody judgments because they don't want to fight. But what the mother and lawyers would do, snake-ass lawyers will do, is try to find ways to wriggle around the best interest of the child and say, well, there's abuse. Okay, And they'll use hearsay testimony. They'll use corrupt psychologists and therapists or the rapists. They'll use liberal, libtard uh, people who got their career, uh, degree from the University of California, berserkly. And these people are paid by the courts, the lawyers, or whoever it is to do the bidding of the mother. And the mother will uh, essentially sabotage their kid by being jealous of the kid's relationship with the father. It's very, very corrupt. It's a very, very, very corrupt system. And all of this is because, you know, um, uh, what uh, this is all indoctrination. Okay. It's all indoctrination. So anyway, shout out to no government name. He says, nevertheless, here, great stream last night. I threw my hands up and gave my ex what she wanted, which is 75-25 custody split. Now she's trying to blame me for the kids' academic struggles. Again, again, I mean, it's a very common issue here that men deal with. Most of the time we concede. Most of the time we say, okay, we'll give you what you want. And guess what? Just like a child, women are not to be pleased. Children are not to be pleased. They're there to be supported. But when you go in an effort to please them, what you'll find out is this is what they're going to say, even when you give them what they want. I'm telling you, man, look, the laws of nature always apply. I'm not here to please women. If, you, if you're a person in my life, woman, child, man, mother, parent, I don't care what you are. I am not here to please you. I'm here to either protect you, secure you, provide you, and bless you with opportunities. All the other shit, if that's what you want, I'll give you that, but then I remove my pimping. I remove my protection. I remove my security. I remove the opportunities. You want a kumbaya? You want a therapy session? Let's do it. We can sit here for hours and waste time, but you ain't getting no more security protection and you ain't getting no more options. You cannot have it both ways. You can't get my money. Like that one girl that dissed her father at the funeral. Well, I'm going to take your inheritance, but... You're a cisgender, whatever the hell she call them, hate Trump supporter. No, no, you ain't going to do that to me. You ain't going to do that. <laughs> you're going to get one of the other choose. And then when you choose the what you're going to get, don't ask me to give you what was on the other side of the curtain. Do not ask me what's behind door number two. Hey, you going to steal me? Give me what's behind door number two, huh? No, nope, you chose door number one. You know what I'm doing is uh, I often let people dig their own hole. Dig your own grave, okay? But what you're not going to do is manipulate me, okay? You're not going to manipulate my ass. <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting both sides of the dam. You ain't getting door number one and door number two. Make your choice and choose wisely, all right? I don't know. That's the way I do it. That's the way I came up, all right? And uh, listen, if you don't like me at the end of the night, I don't give a damn. That's the one thing you ain't going to do is try to tell me, well, I don't like you and you don't like me. Well, shit. Anyway, how's that going to affect my life? <laughs> hey, ladies, ask me real quick. How is that going to affect my life? Like, okay, you don't like me. And? <laughs> I don't wake up 
I don't go to sleep thinking about that. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit different. Some of you guys waiting for people to like you. I don't wait. I just keep doing what I'm doing. Shout out to my man, Double Y in the building. Thank you for the edutainment. Coach, free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> yeah, man. Most things can be bought out here, and I can buy some damn likes. All right? I can get somebody to like me for as long as I want them. I'm not going to like you. Somebody says, what? That don't hurt your feelings? <laughs> Hell, it hurt my feelings. I'm cold just like the middle of the winter out here. I don't I, I don't remember the last time I cried, all right, about somebody liking me or not. I'm going to do some super chats. I got to catch up to you, brothers. And then we'll get back to the show. Next next subject matter, we're going to talk about, oh, the, the content creator that called a woman on the Pineapple Show a manufactured beach. All right, we're going to talk about that next. <laughs> JC says, until you do right by me, every time you think about me. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. That's the pur color purple. Until you do right by me. Henry Resilient went to college and got straight A's first semester. I asked my grandpa for some money for my grades. He said, no, that's what you're supposed to do. Man, I'm telling you. People really did be out here thinking they should be rewarded for doing what you're supposed to do. Now, I do agree that you should be giving people some sort of, um, depending on what they like, some uh, reward system for keeping doing the right thing. But no, no, you, you can't get a trophy for everything. John Doe, if you go on social media, you'll find most people, men included, think that scene from Fences is cruel. In reality, that scene embodies everything our society is missing. I get it. I'm sure I was trying to click on the comment section of that stream of that clip and people are like no this is just too much him need to like it. look people want it both ways it's kind of like the woman that says in your marriage you don't make enough money i lost respect for you we're gonna see a clip of a woman that says that then you're gonna see you make too much money you're never here mm. it's a no guys men are put in many no-win situations and nobody wants to talk about it Damned if you do, damned if you don't. The best way to get out of the damned if you do, damned if you don't, is give them what they want and then just peel back and say, you can't come back to get the other thing. Can't come back. All right, once you go over here, it's like CBDC. Once your ass cross over there, do not come back over here talking about you want to spend greenbacks. All right, you can't do it. Yeah, as, you, as they say, lady, hey, ladies and gentlemen, choose one. All right, but I'm not going to be here cuddle up petting you every day. That ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. If you think that's going to happen, you out of your damn mind. Priority number one is to protect myself and protect my family. That's number one. Every now and then, I'll give you a treat. You want a treat? Trees O'Neill had to double up for that epic speech. Coat, uh, he says, uh, hashtag handle your business. All right. Speaking my mind says hit them with the Rocky speech, son. Yeah, man. Shout out to you. Hey, shout out to Sheldon says, don't wait till chaos to define to find a solution. Don't wait till your Nissan Ultima breaks down before you decide to change the transmission fluid. I learned this from a wise person. Can't remember. But they used to tell me maintenance is better than repair. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Everybody knows you got a 30,000, 60,000, 90,000 mile maintenance program, but you guys can't afford it because you're 
uh, you know, you overpay for your car. Then all of a sudden you wait 30,000, 60,000, 90,000. And then your car starts breaking down and your engine explodes and the transmission slips. And then all of a sudden you're like, I can't afford these payments. Well, maintenance is cheaper than repair. And repair is cheaper than replace. But you ninjas, everybody's trying to do what? Trying to repair. How about we use maintenance? Prevention is better than the cure. You guys are looking for the cure. How about we work on prevention? How about we work on maintenance instead of always working on repair? How about we work on repair instead of working on replace? But no, nobody wants to work on maintenance. Nobody wants to work on repair. Everybody's in the replace uh, uh, mindset. This is a loser mindset. It goes the same thing with your body. It goes the same thing with cars and houses. You don't work on your maintenance. You don't spend money. You don't set money aside for maintenance. And then all of a sudden you need a new roof when you could have had somebody come in every year. Can you check my roof? Nope. You never did it. 12 years later, roof caving in. Mm. <laughs> all right. It's, it's really a poverty mindset. And I, this is why you say 85% of people are the deaf, dumb, and blind. This is why I don't follow. I lead. And if you don't like my leadership, the hell with you. You could not live with your own failure. What did that bring you? Back to me. Again, this is why I don't take advice from a lot of people. 85% of people are deaf, dumb, and blind. 10% control and 5% are the wise, the poor righteous teachers, if you will, or the rich righteous teachers. We live in righteousness. We walk in the spirit of Elijah. Um, most people will never get it. Thus, I don't win, spend time wasting time marketing to lemmings. Hey, look, you're just an NPC. You're just a bot. You're just a bot. And you're going to always be a bot. <laughs> All right. Anyway, people be hate me. I, I don't mean to hate. I'm just saying you're always going to be a bot. You're going to do what's uh, safe and secure. You're going to do what everybody considers you to do. You're going to be a bot. It's okay. If you want to be a bot, be a bot, but. You could not live with your own failure. What did that bring you? Back to me. Somebody said, what were those stats again? If you knew anything about the 5% nation, the 5% nation tells you 85% are the deaf, dumb, and blind. 5% are the wise, and 10% are the people who control the deaf, dumb, and blind. Mm. Peace to the gods of the earth. Better start studying your mathematics out here. It gets real. All right, shout out to the five percenters out here. Word is bond. Step into the cipher. All right, DJ B Fit says, got this Kaylee I'm talking to, and her mom stopped by and dropped off a bag. I was like, what's in that? She said it's stuff for her depression, ADHD, and anxiety. He says, my life alert, my life alert went off, and I started shuffling. Dude, it's real out here. It's real out here. Um, we're war I'm warning men about women, most likely because one in four women are on mental health meds. Uh, when you include ADHD and all of these things, it's going to be more and more. And we also live in a culture that we're trying to correct mental health. And ultimately, people will use they'll self-diagnose or they'll use drugs in the in the cases where they probably don't need it. Who knows? Many of them are using it for attention. And so a lot of women are going to sign themselves up for those type of things oh maybe if i use this pill and it's sad because you don't know who it is i had this banging ass kaylee flat back long hair all of that 
And then she started talking about me a couple of times. I met with her. She started talking about me. She takes all of these pills for anxiety and depression. Now, listen, if that's what you do, cool with me. But I ain't with all that shit. All right. I don't need that in my life. I don't need that type of chaos because if you're off your 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 medication, then what are you, what are you going to be doing? Oh, I get a little bit sad. And I, no, man, get the hell up out of here. Dude, I made that mistake one time and it cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars. OK. I'm not a rest haven for mental health patients. I'm not I'm not a rest haven for therapy uh, victims and all that shit. Look, if that's what you need in your life, go ahead and find it. Find the Lord, find a pill, find a therapist, find a counselor. But it ain't going to be under my watch. Mm. <laughs> it ain't going to be under my watch. I'm not a shelter. I'm not a shelter for uh, victims of abuse and all that shit. Well, I was in a domestic violence abusive situation. Well, take your ass on to an abuse shelter then. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't coming here. You ain't going to be up in here with that bullshit. Listen, I'm a not insensitive, but you got to fix yourself. Now I ain't here to fix you. Take your pills and stay up out of my life. Right? That's, that's all I got to say, man. I, I, I don't feel bad for you, but you got to do you, baby. And go ahead and pop your pills and take your damn, uh, take your therapy three times a week, whatever you want to do. Go ahead and swallow it up, gulp it up, and and, and be a bot. <laughs> don't bring that shit my way. All right, let me tell you, man. And it's cool that that's you. Let me get to your boy, man. Let me get to your boy. Reclaim the throne. Hashtag reclaim the throne. He is quarantine of the God himself. All right. Um. It says the throne, reclaim the throne. I should put it like this. Hold on for a second. I should edit it like this. You're like, don't you want to help? I don't want to help you. I want to help me. <laughs> okay. Can you help me? Can you help me? You can't help me. No, no. Well, then shit. All right. I don't need no baggage. Reclaim the throne. Hashtag clean the throne. Uh, let's see if I can share his video here. Pulling it up. And, um. Nancy Pelosi retired. Hold on for a second. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right. I just had to celebrate that. I. <laughs> bye bye. All right. So this is a. Uh, Here's this channel right here. Hashtag reclaim the throne. All right. He's been around for a long time. He played. Um, he played football. Division one football. I believe at the University of Georgia. Go check his site. Reclaim the throne. Um, he appeared on this show called. I think pineapple. The pineapple show. So we're going to play his interaction with this woman right here. Who looked like a mental head case herself. All right, so I guess the, ad, the 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 part of the show is what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to, this is the online dating thing, right? This is an online dating thing. And then you're supposed to see if you can interact and within five minutes, I don't know, and then you pineapple the person or you say pineapple and the person pops off the screen. All right, so you see the woman here, uh, the woman, the chocolate caramel sister, the caramel sister is the host of the show. And the woman on the right, which is going to be the woman that's going to be called the manufacturer, Beach, she is on the left. Sorry, she's on the right of your screen. I said on the right. Hey, put it back up. So she's looking for a man, I suppose. I don't know. Let's go ahead and play portions of the clip here and analyze it. Time. So I was always thinking like, 
yo, wait, what am I going to do at the point where, you know, I'm too old for it, you know? Yeah. Um, but okay. All right, let me see. We, we get people. Okay. I think the, the show is, is going right now. All right. I got uh, Reclaim Your Throne. Hello. So this is, he goes by Quarantino, the guy, Reclaim Your Throne. He's been in, he's been in this space as a concert creator for at least two years, if not more. Um, but that's him right there. He snuck in on him. Fair use. What up? What up? How y'all doing? Hey. He he know if you watch him, he's he knows his stuff. He knows his red pill information, and he's a young guy. I think he's under twenty six years old. So he knows his stuff. You can't pass the bullshit on him. So they messed up by bringing him on. Good. How are you? Uh shit. I'm just chilling. Just chilling. Can't complain. What's up, Francesca? How are you? That's what how you, you pronounce your name, right? You did it right. All right, yeah, cool, cool. What's your name? My name King. <laughs> he said his name King. Yeah. Is that really your name, or is it yeah. because he goes with the reclaim your throne? Throne. No, that's my real name. That's why. That's why I made the handle reclaim your throne. Okay, he okay. King. All right, shout out to him. Yeah. Where Come are you on. from? I'm from Atlanta. From Atlanta. All right, we're not gonna skip all of it. Okay, let's skip all of this shit right here. Let's go ahead. I think he finds out she's an Instagram model. Wait, King. I have one question for you. How yeah. how you know about that? Uh, you paid for play. Okay, before? here we go. Here we go. No, no, yeah. no. We we keep it. It's like it's clean up here. So like, she said she's saying she's uh, got a OnlyFans. She revealed she has an OnlyFans, and she said she's keeping it clean, and he's not gonna buy the bullshit. Let's continue. It's very corporate nightlife mm. in New York. It's more like and specific like um, companies. So yeah, I don't. She trying to bullshit. That. We don't. Oh, they. <laughs> I just read that. <laughs> Hold on. What did you say? What did I say? I mean, when I worked in the club, I, I wasn't aware that the girl were doing that. I, yeah, no, they don't do that. Like with us, we keep it classy. We don't yeah. do that. We get tipped very well. And she lying. That's how we make our money is by giving great hospitality and customer service. Okay. Customer service. Yeah, we keep it clean. Okay. All right, all right. So yeah, another thing I want to ask about. Well, not, wait, King, I have one question for you. Cut them off. How yeah. how you know about that? Uh, you paid for play before? No, nah, I'm just I'm in the clubs often, and I I see the vibes, like I see the way people moving. I'm I'm at, I'm outside with it, so you how know. How outside I, are you? How outside are? You? All right, so she tried to pull bullshit on him. She's a prostitute, and um, he's like, I know the club scene. I was a Division One football athlete. Don't try to pull the bullshit. All right. And now she look at her face is all scrunched up as much as it can scrunch up with all that Botox. Oh, well, how are you outside? How much do you know? Yeah, I know. I mean, I might step out on a Saturday night, watch a game at a bar or something like that. You know, nothing too crazy. But um, you just said you'd be in the the clubs. No, I do on Saturday night. You just said you don't want. Okay. I actually want to hear the rest of your. Ask the other question that we passed. I want to hear. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm. J- I, I do my little research when I. You try to pull up our Instagram. Know somebody. Um. I see you got a the the OF in the bio as well. Um. Mm-hmm. I want to know like what type of content do you be making? If you click it, it's not ready yet. So I didn't do it. It's not okay. Ready. It's still in okay. Process. Is that is that a um a venture that you're looking to explore? Yeah, I am. So she's defensive. Guys, this is going to be you guys. You guys are going to deal with a lot of these women, right? If they're attractive, they're going to be trying to find, figure out how to monetize themselves. He He's researching her. 
finds out she has an OnlyFans link, and then she tries to say, I, I, I don't, I, I haven't thought about it, or I haven't put none out yet. This is you guys trying to run game and be a player. All of these girls who think they're semi-attractive are going to have this shit. And um, he's he's calling her out, and she's getting defensive. Yeah, I have it, but I haven't put nothing out there yet, but I'm thinking about it. All right, let's continue. Okay, and then, like, what type of content would you be doing? Would it be... Um, you have to subscribe to find out. Nah, but I'm just... Wait a minute, wait. You have to subscribe to find out. So there's trying to date, and he he's trying to get to know her, but I'm going to have to subscribe to find out. And this woman agrees with her. Yep, yep, you got to subscribe. Guys, this is supposed to be a meeting of the minds in a date. I'm supposed to subscribe to find out? What the fuck? Just saying, like, if, if somebody... subscribe gonna... to find out. It's a business. Like, you can't it's a ask business, what baby. you have on there. No, I'm not you trying to ask subscribe. for specifics. I'm just trying to get... You got to subscribe to find out. It's exclusive content. Yeah, but aren't we asking for a date? Aren't we dating to get to know each other? I'm supposed to subscribe and date you? Bullshit. King, King, do you do you follow uh, some uh, OnlyFans girls? Like follow? No, no, I don't. I don't. No, but so I do have OnlyFans myself. What are you asking? What's gonna be on there if you're not somebody that goes and pay for that type of content? Well, because if I mean, obviously, if a guy is looking to you know get to know somebody, there you, you go. Kind of want to know what she does. You want to know her occupation, exactly. Um, you want to know how she makes her money. You want to know a little about a, a, a bit about her background, exactly. you know, maybe where she comes from as far as her family goes. So, I mean, I think that's an important question. It's exactly. not like um, <laughs> it's not like I'm just saying, oh, you can't do the oh, yeah. I just kind of want to know, like, what your business plan is, your, like your idea on getting that thing launched. These women don't want to date for real. They just want customers. They just want temporary customers, some hard salami and bubble gum. That's all they want. All right, and a couple of dollars on their forehead. They're not worried about you getting to know him. They want to hide the bullshit. And then they want to make him shame him for looking at the content. How do you know what's on OnlyFans? Who doesn't know what's on OnlyFans? Who does not know who's what's on OnlyFans? What she tried to shame him, the chocolate is the, the caramel sister. Well, if you do, if you know, how do you know? Everybody knows. Continue. In the event that you know, um, something sparks off. Yeah, I can't talk about that on here, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, right. I got an OF too, though. So, okay, King, oh. would, would it bother you if she she had one because she's in the process of making one? Would that bother you? You wouldn't be able to date her, or are you cool with that? Nah, that ain't no problem. I just I kind of wanted to know like how deep you was looking to do it. Like, are you trying to? I mean, I'm not gonna get too specific, but. You know what I'm saying? It's certain content that goes on those pages. And how do you know? Because if you I don't mean, subscribe, how do you know? <laughs> I, I I mean you can read an article on on the bread and butter of OnlyFans. I mean, so it's not something that takes a rocket scientist to understand what they're doing on the why do they why do they think people are dumb? Why do they think men are dumb? What how do you know what's on OnlyFans? Really? And this is a young guy and this is a young woman. And this is why I tell you, your generation of women aren't for you, right? The, you, you, let these girls get sugar daddies and get piped down by millennials and Gen Xers. These girls are using, they're using their leverage over you and the fact that they get attention and they're using that over you and trying to trump you out and make you look dumb. How the hell do you, everybody knows this is actually crazy shit. Um, 
it's almost over. Let's see if I can get to it. What's your OnlyFans? Um, so I do fitness content. He has an OnlyFans. I, you know, try and help guys improve their physique, improve their body, improve their mindset. Um, you know, scheduling. You know how to start a business, how to get into personal training, online training, all that kind of stuff. So that's really what I'm into. Okay. Okay. This woman dead on the inside. With a lot of different crafts, so yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, for it. real, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I, I mean, it looks like you kind of into fitness too. Maybe that might be a route that you could take as well. Um, um you know, looking at the IG. Why this couldn't my body? Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like you. Uh, she you a, know, you got a nice body, and then I'm just seeing like a picture of you in some quasi workout clothes. So I just kind of assumed. That you were in the gym, at least. So he backhand complimented her, which is genius. All right. Quasi workout clothes. You look like you would do decent in fitness. Look, you you ain't really working out. You have a nice body. Backhand compliment. Quasi workout clothes. Now, all of the compliments that he gave her, what did she remember? And I want you guys to remember that when you're talking to a woman. He gave her four compliments and a backhand compliment. And guess what? Guess what she remembered? This is human nature, by the way. This isn't just women. He gave her a couple of compliments and backhanded her, and she then reacted to the backhand. Nice body, and then I'm just seeing like a picture of you in some quasi-workout clothes, so I just kind of assumed that you were in the gym at least. These people are insecure. She reacted to that shit. You know, a couple days a week. Or I pretend to be, and I was just wearing workout clothes. Yeah, that could be the case, too. You could comes the comment up. I'm not sure. I am BBL'd up. Is that oh, a problem? Okay. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, I, I, I can fuck with a manufactured bitch for sure. You know what I'm saying? A manufactured <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> I've never heard that one. All right. So he said he complimented her butt and said it looks like you're BBL'd up. Looks like you have a BBL too, as well as those chunky lips and whatnot. He said, he said, yeah, okay. I can mess with a manufacturer beach and she got offended. She got offended. Hold on. I got to go back. So backhand compliment, backhand compliment. And is he lying? She's manufactured. He's not lying. Hold up for a second. Let's play it again. Yeah, that could be the case too. You could be BBL'd up. Be I'm one. not sure. I am BBL'd up. Is that oh, a problem? Okay. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, I, I I can fuck with a manufactured bitch for sure. You know what I'm saying? A manufactured <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that one. <laughs> Me either. I thought I'm going to do the next one. Wow. A manufa- I was giving him time to speak. That's crazy. Yeah. What is it? Manufactured bitch. <laughs> wow, that's... Wow. Yeah, but it's true, though. It's true. She knows it's true. She knows that shit is true. She can't have no comeback. The only comeback she had was to get rid of him. Oh, I got to get rid of this ninja. <laughs> Why? Because he wasn't simping for her. He stopped simping. He gave her a couple of compliments, backhanded her, and then he went in for the kill. Let's go ahead and watch it again. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like you, uh, you know, you got a nice body, and then I'm just seeing like a picture of you in some quasi-workout clothes, so I just kind of assumed that you were in the gym at least, you know, a couple days a week. Or I pretend to be, and I was just wearing workout clothes. Yeah, that could be the case, too. You could be BBL'd I could up. Be I'm one, not sure. I am BBL'd up. Is that oh, a problem? Okay. 
Nah, nah, nah. I mean, I, I could fuck with a manufactured bitch for sure. You know what I'm saying? A manufactured <laughs> pineapple. Oh, <laughs> I've never heard that one. <laughs> Me either. I thought I'm going to use it next time. Wow. <laughs> I was giving him time to speak. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow that's wow she yeah. knows she hurt i love that yeah you love it because it's true all right well we're gonna can I change can i change my handle the manufactured bitch she accepting it hey so she knows bro but why but look but look she knows she knows but she was offended wow let's go ahead and share the video go ahead and give him a subscribe drop by his channel give him a subscribe uh, I'm going to drop the link over in the channels there. Let me see here. I dropped it in Notorious CGA. For some reason, I can't drop it over. Can I drop it over to, um, let me see if I can drop it over in the free agent lifestyle too. Got that ass. Got that ass. Manufacturing. We, somebody said we need a t-shirt. We need a t-shirt. Quarantino. We need a t-shirt. Drop a subscribe. And, uh, give them some appreciation. Give them some appreciation for dropping that one. It's going viral, by the way. That particular thing is going viral. I saw a couple of people do cut videos of that one. Wonderful. We need more men to be truthful about what we're seeing out here and not simping. And it's okay. You can smash her. You can fold her ass up and send her on with a couple of hundred bucks. I wouldn't subscribe to her OnlyFans. I wouldn't subscribe to her OnlyFans. But go ahead and drop money on her forehead. Go tell her it's barbecue in there. And keep it moving. All right. Keep it moving out here. Use them, discard them like toilet tissue because that's what they want. They they want the money. And all you got to say is, I got money. Or ignore these women. Ignore them. I don't, I don't feel bad about you ignoring some of these women. Okay? Ignore them. You don't have to give them any uh, credibility. Let me see here. Venmo is bugging now. They said no payments. <laughs> but I know that's a damn lie. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see what's going on here. Venmo done kicked me out. Don't try to play me out, Venmo. I know I'm in there. All right, there it is. Hold on for a second. Uh, shout out to who is this in here? We got no government name. CGA, the community and the Black Manosphere needs you to rescue it. We need to get you on one of those live streams with 12 contributors arguing about baby mama drama. All right, I'll be over there. Uh, let me know whose channel I need to go on <laughs> to argue. Uh, Travis says, but coach, I disagree. All of those sitting down males love language is words of affirmation also they do it watch celebrity gossips and trash ish online yes they do that yes they want words of affirmation they love celebrity gossip meaning those um those uh shows what is those um bad girls club and whatever that stuff shout out to faith says uh brother chronicles spoke on that coach he said women are children with breasts yes he used to say that chronicles used to say that they're children with breasts he says i'm a woman and i even agree with that not all women, but a lot. Yes, shout out the Chronicles of Children, the children with breasts. Yes, yes. I used to love that. All right. Um, shout out to Dominic. He says, I'm 20 and I grew up with an absent mother and a tough, loving dad. I don't take BS now, and I definitely want, uh, won't when I have a kid. I probably get torn apart if I had a father or if I'm a father because of my get yourself straight attitude. Thanks for preaching out here, coach. For most this is going to be the dangers. When we talk about relationships, people are like, well, what about love? And what about this? What, what you're miscounting or discounting when we get to tomorrow, you're going to see it is, yeah, what about love? Okay, you have love. Okay, you have engagement. You have marriage. Then the test of time is going to happen. Then you're going to have kids. The woman 
changes when she has kids. Now, you're going to be a one accord with parenting. And then at some point when the kids come, that's when a lot of marriages blow up because then the dad says, okay, I'm going to flex my authority, my support, and my protection over my kids. And the, he, the dad's going to be like, in, in current situation, the dad's going to be like, all right, this is how it's going to go. Boom, boom, boom. He's going to start laying down the law in there. That woman is going to sabotage your leadership. Mm. I'm telling you, it happened. It, it, this didn't happen to me. She's going to sabotage your leadership in your house. She's going to undermine your authority. You don't see this coming. This is the one you love, the one you sleep under. She's going to start undermining your authority. Now, let's just say it ends up in a divorce. And if she started doing that in the marriage, she's going to undermine you the entire time they're split custody. She's going to do it. And you're going to try to figure out a solution. You're going to run to your PUAs. You're going to run to your Mac guys. You're going to run to your therapist. You're going to run to your marriage counselor. You're going to run to everybody. Your church reverend. You're going to run to your mama. You're going to run to your daddy. You're going to run to her mama, her daddy. And let me tell you something. Nobody got nothing for you. Nobody. Once this happens, gentlemen, you're done. It's cooked. You're cooked. You're cooked. Nobody's coming to change that bullshit. She's going to run up the score on you. It's over. Now, what you can do is cuff your balls and tell them, well, this is how it's going to be. But that's what you're going to do every day of your life. You're going to be trying to reel that shit in. And what they'll eventually do, what they'll eventually do is they're going to get smart. They just won't undermine you in your face. They won't undermine you in your face. They basically will be like, okay, um, you'll come in there and lay down a law. Look, man, we ain't going to have all this damn treason in this house. What we're going to do is we're going to follow rules and law. Soon as you walk out the door, he's so abusive. They're gonna be this, this shit. He's so abusive. I hate him. Let's document him. Let's record him. Let's document everything. They're gonna be undermining your ass like crazy. What the mom will do is a, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the kids out to uh, the amusement park. Okay, while you take the kids out to the amusement park, I'm gonna be jagging off in the house. Okay, so you take. She takes the kid to the amusement park. She handing out cotton candy, peanuts, popcorn, Cracker Jacks. She handing out everything. And guess what? She's setting your ass up the entire time. She tearing your ass up. She set you out. You know what we going to do, kids? It's like a freaking movie. They watching They watching some damn Aaron Brockovich and shit. She she's setting them up. Ready for your ass to just, oh, man, they setting your ass up. <laughs> they set your ass up on the trip. You know, when your dad yells at you, how do you feel? Yep. Tearing your ass up. <laughs> they setting you up cold. I'm just letting y'all know, man. It, guys, this is what you, this is what content creators that disagree with me, they have no knowledge on. And what they're going to say, I know how to fix that. No, you don't. Where's your experience at? Where's your experience at? You know how to fix it. You don't know how to fix a goddamn thing. And how many people does this happen to? A whole bunch. This is common relationship dynamics of marriages. This is very common. It's more common than you know. The only, the only thing is men, the, this side of the story is not explained. Like men can't come out and, and explain this side of the story. Number one, they're afraid to admit it. This is why statistics on relationships, meaning abuse, and all this stuff, parental alienation, you can never take it seriously. Even assault sexually, you can't take it seriously because most men never admit it. 
most men can't say I was abused sexually. Most men can't say I was had sex withheld in my marriage. Most men can't say my mom, my my baby mother or my wife parental alienated the kids against me. Why? Well, they said I was yelling at them. Well, were you yelling at them? <laughs> You're like, well, I was disciplining them. Well, how did you discipline? See, you can't win. You can't win, bro. I'm telling you. They have that shit down to a science. And they use the courts and the courts of public opinion to wipe yo at they wipe the floor with your ass. So what most husbands do? What do most husbands do? They just shut up and take it. So I tell you, interview a husband. He ain't gonna say shit. <laughs> he ain't gonna say shit. And every time he come in the house, he's gonna walk on eggshells, tiptoeing around his own house, hanging out in the man cave. Hanging out by the grill, flipping steaks. Kids just talking shit about him. The wife talking shit about him. He's sleeping on the couch. He jerking off when everybody leave the house. You can't tell me, man. This is not a one-off. This didn't just happen to me. This shit is what happens to most men. And there's no therapist that's going to say anything. If he goes to any therapist and marriage therapist, they're going to blame his ass. And she's going to be holding the proverbial gun to your head saying, I'll divorce you if you complain about it. So he just say, fuck it. He'll he just sit down in the he just sit down in his garage smoking, smoking cigarettes. He like, forget it. Hey, dad, can I go out? Yeah, go on out. I don't give a damn. Can you put $50 on my card? All right. She your daughter running out dressed like a hooker. You don't give a damn. Why don't you tell your daughter to not dress like a hooker? That ship is sailed 10 years ago. Can't tell her shit. Mama going to defend her. If there's anybody in here that has experience with marriage and disagrees with me, make yourself known. If there's anybody in here that has been married and experienced anything like this or has saw a married person experience something like this, tell them in the chat. Tell them in the chat. So these men know the truth. Tell them. Tell them I'm not making this shit up. I ain't making it up, bro. Tell them. This is what, this is what you're up against. I'm telling you, this shit is more common than uncommon. <laughs> yeah. There ain't no masculine frame because you have everything to lose. This is why we teach you the marriage will. This is why we teach you the marriage will. Once you get to the bait and switch, there's nothing you can do because you're too concerned about going to the next step, which is the depression, the suicide, the divorce attorney, family court, parental alienation, child support. So you just stick around and put up with the shit. Most of you guys grew up with fathers just like this. And you say, dad, man, why you weak ass papa? Why yo? Why you weak, daddy? Daddy's like, Son. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. And now they laughing at him. They laughing at him. <laughs> and she like, he could be out here at the junior college. He could be putting me on my place. But look at this dumb monkey ass. And his daughter is like, Dad. His daughter's like, Dad, what the hell, man? You didn't gave up on life. He freaking got a ring game. He like, I'm playing the ring game. 
Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. That's a common situation of most men in marriages. Most, not all, not all. When I say this, I'm speaking generally. Not all. I am not making this shit up. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, let's get to Tia. And she's going to talk about it right here. This is another indication right here. This is, this is, a, oh, hold on for a second. Um, I'm rolling the thing in the background. Where is it? Where's Tia? Oh, there it is right there. So let's pop her up on the screen. We talked about her divorce. Uh, she calls her divorce. A, from a 14-year marriage, a graduation. Okay, you guys want to get married. Hafiz, Hafiz, where are you at? Let's talk about her. This is the woman from Sister Sister. She explains how she now views her relationship with her ex-husband, or they just filed for divorce. He's not really an ex. Uh, let's hear what she has to say. She was a success. Yeah. I look at it as like a curriculum. Oh, hold up. Damn. I look at it as like a curriculum when you're in college or high school, right? You're learning, you're growing, you're evolving, you're creating. And I was able to create with Corey some beautiful, amazing children. Mm -hmm, yeah. And at the end of that curriculum and at the end, there's a graduation. She referenced a divorce as a grad graduation after you done went through the entire marriage wheel this is why you guys got to be careful out here bro this and this is after 14 years he went through the engagement stage he went through the honeymoon stage he went through the investment stage he got the car the house the clothes the family trips the school activities soccer games basketball games football and then she bait and switched them after what? Between year five and 12. And then she ran off to the family court and she said, I got money. Yeah, well, yep. This graduation time, sir. Get your ass out of here. She was like, get your ass out. Graduation. There's a celebration. So that's basically, you know, how I'm looking at it now. There go the two kids. There go the kids. All right, which are pawns of the court. They're they're the the, the um kindling uh added to the fire. They're what you're gonna fight over. Um, this is where the parental alienation is gonna start. She's gonna separate the kids from the father and then start to do what? Ah, we don't need him. We need his money though, but we don't need him. Eh, we can do without him. We're strong. He got two daughters. There goes his daughters. There goes his daughters. Can you guys see that? There goes the daughters. He's never going to be able to pull rank on his daughters. He's never going to be able to properly discipline his daughters. He's never going to be able to guide his daughters no more. That's all gone now. And now they're divided. Look at this young daughter. This girl, and sorry, talking about the kids. I don't talk about the kids, but it was just on the video. Look at her. The daughter's not even five years old, and it's already over. Let's continue. Wow. And I feel like people look at. Feel like. When they look at marriage, that success equals longevity. But no, at the end of the day, it's, are they happy? I'm not happy. <laughs> Dude, one of the biggest failures you'll ever have as a human being is chasing happiness. Some people are going to disagree with me, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to have a lot of disappointment in life. If you're trying to find happiness or you're using happiness as an excuse to blow up and sabotage and terminate stuff, 
you're going to be on a journey where you never freaking finish the quest. Mm -hmm. I'm just letting you know you're that's 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 a loser mentality. I know some people, content creators even push that. Well, life is about happiness. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. I like to be happy more than I'm not. But hey, I know that if I feel good about myself by what I've done, happiness is the byproduct of what I've done. See, happiness is a byproduct. It's like saying the purpose of life is take a shit. Well, yes, we need to fertilize the earth. But taking a shit is a byproduct of me being able to do what I need to do to afford food, to put it into my belly, and shit happens. Mm. Shit happens. Happiness happens. Normally by doing a certain thing. All right? No, no, no. Oh, you're happy. Happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm happy. Women destroy many relationships trying to chase happiness. Now, to their defense, they're going to say, I lost myself in my marriage. Yeah, but you the one that pushed it. And I, when I warn men that women are going to lose themselves in the marriage and they're going to want to find themselves, when they find themselves, they'll find themselves getting their insides pushed to their esophagus by another man. Mm. And it's inevitable. Continuing, let's play it again. My marriage was a success. Yeah. I look at it as like a curriculum when you're in college or high school, right? You're learning, you're growing, you're evolving, you're creating. And I was able to create with Corey some beautiful, amazing children. Mm -hmm. yeah. And at the end of that. At the end of that curriculum, I destroyed it. <laughs> look, at the end of that curriculum, I destroyed it. And I just basically got him out here. I've separated him from the kids and I'm, he's out there swinging, but I'm finding happiness. Curriculum. And at the end, there's a graduation. There's a celebration. Dude, marriage is not supposed to have a graduation, bro. You're, su mm. you're supposed to be dead together. You're supposed to be. <laughs> you're supposed to die together. I'm tired of these people trying to say, well, it was a successful marriage. It was not. I don't care if it lasted two months or 50 years, if it ended in divorce, it's not successful. And more of the times than not, even when you stay together, it's not successful. You're not supposed to graduate. What kind of feminist bullshit is this? This is terrible. But this is how this... Guys, I share this with you because you don't watch shows like this. You know who do? Your girlfriends, your future wives. They watch this shit and they eat it up. And then you marry them and then they say shit like this. What? So that's basically, you know, how I'm looking at it now. And I feel like people. Lo I'm looking at it now. Conveniently. Now that you got the kids, I'm telling you, when women have the kids, they change, man. And why do they change in case you're new here? It's because they discover unconditional love for the first time in their lives. They thought they knew what love is. I want to know what love is. They thought they knew what love is. And they thought they could tell you what love is. And then they convince you of it. Then they have the kid and they go, wow, this is real love. And then they start figuring out a way to bump your ass out. Here comes another black family destroyed here. Hafiz, Hafiz, where you at, sir? Where you at? Another black family destroyed. Another two kids destroyed. For this woman to find happiness. I tell you. I'm not happy. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Uh, let's see here. All right. Look at when they look at marriage, that success equals longevity. But no, at the end of the day, it's 
Are they happy? My marriage was. That's gobbledygook. That's gobbledygook. That's selfish behavior. Speaking of, let's celebrate some wonderful marriages here. Check this marriage out. Now, this is what you're talking about. Now, you can't get many women that want to agree to do what this woman's going to do. Now, of course, she might be acting. But this is a woman here, Hunter Simone. This is her grandparents. My grandparents are the best example of true love. Here's one of my favorite clips from my grandmother's kitchen video. Now, I've warned you about using your grandparents as a measuring stick to marriage. I've warned you about that. Okay. But we're going to use this to celebrate. What I've warned you about is you weren't there during the tough times. They're now in their 70s and 80s. You weren't around for the first 50 years of their lives. They went through some bullshit. So that's the one thing you got to worry about. I want a marriage like my grandparents. Yeah, they're all 60, 65, 70, 75, and 80. Of course, they ain't got no more energy. They can't fornicate with each other. They're stuck together. Like, look, all right. And they love each other because they don't have to deal with the bullshit of building a marriage now. They already got it. They already been through the, the rough times. You missed it. Okay, let's continue here, but let's give this here. Let's give a little bit of optimism. As long as you keep your head to the sky, you can win. As long as you keep your head to the sky, you can win. All right, let's get them. Be optimistic. All right, here we go. Let's play the volume here. Pops, chicken salad is on. You want some bread or you just gonna get a spoonful? Uh oh. Come, come, so you gotta come, you come gotta this come. way, honey. Come on, come, get on the camera, come so, honey. Way. Come, honey. Camera so you shy. can do, you can do chicken salad on bread, oh. croissants. Ooh. Put it on oh, the spinach wraps. The spinach wraps. Oh, the spinach wraps. Lettuce. Lettuce. Um, my favorite way for him uh -huh. is on bread. Oh, she know her man. She know her man. <laughs> yeah, they acted. Bring your ass on this camera so I can look like a good wife. All right, but look, we'll give we'll, we'll give him a pass. We'll give him a pass. I, I'm trying to be happy and optimistic. Hafiz, Hafiz, tune in. We can get bread. We can get a wrap, lettuce. All right, baby. Thank you, baby. Honey, honey, come on over, honey, baby. All right, let's see your Henrietta. Let's see what you got to say. So you want me to make you a sandwich? Let me taste it first. See if you poison me, witch. All right. Anyway, no, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> All right. No, nah, I'm just playing. Let me taste it first, baby. All right. Let me taste it. She looking at it like, baby, I ain't poisoning you. All right. Anyway, I tried to poison you, but you live. You got an iron stomach. All right. Let's continue. Yeah, come, come in. Good. Come, in come, the come, in come in the camera. Come in the camera. Come in the camera. Uh oh. Look at Papa came in. You know, old school men used to get dressed in the morning. Y'all come out. Nike slides, Adidas slides, basketball shorts, draws all hanging out, booty hanging out your draws. All right, my man done cleaned up and got dressed. Men used to get dressed back in the day. Let's continue. Of my life. You the love of my life, she said. Get it. Oh, look at him. Damn, he looked like he'd been shuffling back in this day. Now nah, he had cancer. He's a cancer survivor. Shout out to the brother here. I'm just joking. Uh, but we're being optimistic. She feeding the brother too. All right, man. Hey, grandmama, grandmama, you know how I go. Wait a minute. Wait, you know. To wrap you in, my warm Shout out brain. to the grandmama. Yeah. And I make it last forever. Yeah. Yes, grandma. Fifty-one years. When you let me wrap you and look at her, she proud. She look at her, she proud of that chicken salad that she made, baby. It's gonna be good. She said it's gonna be good. 
He said, let me taste it first before you put it on that bread here. Let me taste it first. And she said, baby, baby you ain't got to taste nothing. This is going to be good. Grandmama made that. All right, all right. Look at it, look at it. <laughs> she like, yeah, I put my I put my foot in that. I put my foot in that. Mama don't make no mistakes out here. Hear that crunch? Oh, from the peppers. Hear that crunch? She said, hear that crunch? What do you mean? You know, spice. Uh-oh. Oh. 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 Very cute. Yeah, okay. That's good. Mm -hmm. Why you have a little sandwich? And I'm gonna have some nice tea and chips to go with it. Uh oh. You want me to make that for you? Oh. I promise God I was gonna see about you. So here comes the sandwich. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh man, give her a hey, hey. She said, he said, he said, I want a little bit of iced tea and some chips to go with that, baby. She said, I promise God. She said, I promise God I'll take care of you. Yo, yo, yo. I promise the Lord that I will take care of my man. Hey, man. Hey, man. We got to give him a win. We going to give him a win. Let's give him a round of applause. Hey, man. We can't be all about the. We got to give a little bit of balance, Hafiz. This is what marriage is really about. Right here. This is what it's about. <laughs> all right. Anyway, man. Let's play it for you in full. Oh, just sit down there. Come on, Pops. Chicken salad is on. You want some bread or you just gonna get a spoonful? Come this way, honey. Come, come this way. Can't so you can do you can do chicken salad on bread, croissants, put it on a the spinach wrap. The spinach wrap, lettuce. Um my favorite way. For him, is on bread. So you want me to make your sandwich? You taste it first, then you can make your sandwich. Yeah, it's come in. Good. Come, come in, camera. camera, and say hi. Okay. This is the love of my life. Hear that crunch? That's mm -hmm. from the peppers. Mm -hmm. What do you need? Need a little spice. Hold still. Oh, yeah, it tastes right now. <laughs> Very cute. Yeah, that's really good. That's good. Mm -hmm. While you had a little sandwich, and I'm not going to have some nice tea and chips to go with it. You, you want me to make that for you? I promised God I was going to see about you. So, here comes the sandwich. Okay, I'm going to go just sit down there. You know they was fighting when this woman left their house. You know they was at each other's neck arguing. You know they was at each other's neck when Simone left. Simone was like, all right, Grandma, Grandpa, thank you for being the Oh, You guys are wonderful. Thank you, Grandma. She went home, and they got the shooting at each other. They was beating on each other. <laughs> you know they was cussing each other out. We had to act in front of the whole damn Internet, World Wide Web. All right. <laughs> He says fighting is a part of the relationship, though. But I give it, I'll give it a, I give them a thumbs up on that one. But that's way different than Tia Morrow talking about graduation and taking daughters from fathers. All right. That's way different. And they don't make them like granny no more. Shout out to Nana. Shout out to Nana. Come on, baby. 
Come get your sweet tea. Come on, get your chicken salad. I mean, it don't have to be ladies. Y'all don't even know how to damn scramble no eggs. All right. She put together chicken salad. She might have bought that from the deli, though. She might have bought that from the deli. But she was proud of it. She was like, you hear that crunch? I love it, man. I love it, man. Hey, that's a positive story from CGA. Don't ever say I ain't give y'all nothing positive. All right, speaking of, this is what a long-term marriage really be looking like. This is what your old grandma and grandma really be doing, man. Let me show y'all right here. Uh, You know, daddy got his Shasta. He got his prescription. His throw-up bottle right here, his throw-up thing right here. Now, he's 72 years old, black don't crack. He went to the dentist, and he decided... I'm going to live my player days. And he went and put a gold tooth in his mouth. Now, I'm not telling you to do that. But again, he wanted to be happy. He finally had 250 bucks to put a gold tooth in his mouth. And guess what? Guess what? His wife giving him hell. Let's go ahead and look. Put that gold in your mouth. That That's some southern shit. You from Kansas. No, you from England. England niggas don't put gold in your mouth. Look at me one more time. I need to see that smile. Look, he ain't going to smile. And it's shining. Why is shining? It's shining. It's shining, oh, it's shining Dad. They gave me some. Sh- play a play up from the Himalayas. He's like, man, I used to be pimping back in the day, but I used to have hoes. And he about to go down to the junior college. You know, he about to go down to the junior college with that gold too. And she knows that, so she giving him hell. She like, uh, uh-uh. uh. You try to attract some young women? No. Niggas don't put gold in your mouth. Look at me one more time. I need to see that smile. Look, he ain't going to smile. Play a player. Why is shining? It's shining. It's shining. It's shining. You know he about to go get him some. He know. He like this. He he been listening to Uncle Earl. I got me. I'm about to go down there. I got me my, 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 what is it? Cialis. I got my little blue pills and I got my gold teeth. I'm about to go get me a gold chain and I'm about to go get me some of them young girls. I'm about to go get some of them girls. Get them, daddy. I need that. They give you some shiny shit. No, baby. I just close my eyes and I just start crying. Bam. No, no, no. You have to, to ask for that shit. I pay for this shit. $200. That's a nice thing. Yeah, a little bit of Mama, honey, Oh, mama is hating on him. Imagine if he came with a Porsche or a Cadillac. He got in his Cadillac. Why is she hating on him like this? My man just wanted to live the end of his life doing something he wanted to do. I wouldn't do it, but that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to go touch on some young girls. I mean, legally young girls. That's all he wanted to do. And he wanted to return back to his player days in the 1970s. What's the problem? He looked good with and the daughter or the granddaughter telling, like, hey, baby, daddy, you look good, daddy. Look good with the gold. Yeah, too, man. Look. Oh, he know. He know he a player. Oh, he know. Oh, he was a problem in the streets. back. <laughs> he was a problem back in the day. He was a problem. So your granddaddy, Papa was a rolling stone, bro. And the daughter is happy for daddy. She never seen his her daddy that happy, and the mom still hating. He look good with look at him. Gold, yeah. Get him, daddy. Oh no, you didn't wink, daddy. Hold on for a second. You didn't wink. Oh, you didn't wink. Get him, daddy. That's my. That's gonna be my black ass right there. 
That's what I'm going to be looking like at 72 right there. I'm going to be at the junior college at 72, running around with gold teeth in my mouth. But you still know what's up. All right. 72. That brother looks good and happy at 72. Now, what we don't see is what the grandmama look like or the mother. Let me see what the mama look like. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Let me see what the mama look like. He about to get divorced, but I'm going to tell you, he going to put some hands all on some young some young women. All right. Yes, he is. Some young girl. Yes, indeed. Shout out to the shout out to the junior college. And he was the pip of the year in 1970. He was the pip of the year. Oh, man. Look at him, man. Get him, daddy. Get him, daddy. I love it. He still got hair on his head, too. Yeah, man. Look at his. He still got a hairline. Dude, he went in life. He went in. Get him, daddy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, shout out to those brothers. We having fun. Let me do a couple of uh, who do I need to catch up on? Super chat. Yeah, I need to get some love. DJ B fit. Got you. Mark D. They're going to start banning ninjas from these resorts and facilities. That's a sad thing, man. He says they don't know how to act. Whenever I see them, I go the other way. <laughs> black folks, they'll be hating on other black folks. But hey, I ain't mad at you. Shout out to Simon Small for the coffee. Billy the Kid coach. We've been known this. He says, LOL, they've been replacing the lower and middle class with immigrants or Democrat votes. Yes. And um, he says, oh, why do you think they're changing the laws for illegal immigrants to vote? Not only that, they're getting benefits. They're getting reparations. Shit, America, y'all better wake up. He also, also says, and I still think they will vote Republican. Just watch. Last election, Trump won majority of the Latino vote. Yeah. You're right. They'll end up getting right and switching it up on them. Speak my mind says no hiding money in your books in public. No, wait, no hiding money, your books in public. I'm not sure what that means. Marriage causes divorce. The court system is completely corrupt. Everyone in the family court is female and they throw the husbands under the bus to support the mom. Yep. Most of it is like that. JC says, coach, I was rushing in between meetings and I didn't have enough time to make my lunch. So instead I ordered takeoff. Oops, I mean, take out. Trevor Nader says, I can't stand these manufactured 304s. He says, like you said before, without the miracles of modern science and makeup, which is witchcraft, it's the devil's work. He says, most of these women would be average at best. Most of them, women need to be humble. Okay. That's why I can typically mess with average looking chicks. All right. A lot of people will say that's shooting low, but above average chicks are for the community. They basically just pass arounds. All right. Eventually, many of some of them marry up. Galloway says, I constantly try to hold my wife's feet to the fire. She kind of gets it. She hates you, but likes the lead attorney. Yeah, man, because the lead attorney, man, you know, he's he his delivery is a little more eloquent and soft. I'm a little more gruff and rough. So um, but that's that goes that's par for the course. Uh, women avoid men that can't be manipulated. Not saying that lead can, but you know what I mean? I'm a little bit more stringent. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a, it's either black or white. There ain't no gray people running around here, I guess. Marriage causes divorce. Most men hide their L's. CGA channel, so important. Most men hide their L's. By the time a man comes to another, by the time a man comes to a man with this issue, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's destroyed already. It's, he's already been destroyed. Domain Stickham says, my older brother always told me, Quote, don't get married and don't have any kids. Children ain't nothing but a pay, but payback. Children ain't nothing but payback. Wow. And relationships is nothing but a bill. 
Marriage causes divorce to celebrating or Tia celebrating getting the money, house, and kids. Yep. And men, you'll have to start over. All right. I started over my entire life. All right. Almost everything. Almost everything by getting divorced. All right. Uh, Mar D says, Coach, the crazy thing is some men get divorced, uh, get out of it. But then they get remarried again and sign back up for the same thing. Yeah. And uh, that's what I call. I have all these ideas. But that's what I call saving face. So a guy that gets remarried again oftentimes finds himself dumbass in the same position, right? But those guys save face. And so they have to act. But the divorce rate is super high for second and third marriages. But many guys, it, it doesn't even tell the, the real story because some dudes that get married and divorce twice or they get married twice and avoid the divorce, they're in a really shamble, uh, destroyed situation. They've destroyed themselves. And in order to not look like a two-time loser, they stick in the second marriage. They just stay. They just stay and become impact. They, they ain't going nowhere because if they get divorced twice, they got to run back out in public and say, damn, two women left you? Something's wrong with you. So they'll stay or they'll delete the wife and hide their body in the desert. Desperation. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? They'll do some stupid shit like that. All right. I don't advise anybody to do anything like that. I'm one of the smart ones that said, okay, I tried it. That's it. Um, if I, I live by the triple F principle, I live by the triple F principle. Who knows what the triple F principle is Write in what the triple F principle is <laughs> and be careful with one of the words. Write it in the chat so everybody knows what the triple F principle is. Uh, JC says she's literally gerrymandering marriage. Can't win. You can't win. Wait a minute. You can't win. You can't win. Let's see here. Yep. If it flies, floats, or fornicates, always lease. <laughs> if it flies floats or f's meaning fornicate always lease never buy never buy never buy an airplane never buy a boat never buy something that fornicates just lease it i live by the four <laughs> the the triple f principle oh i would love a boat but buying a boat people find out the best day the best two days of a person who buys a boat is the day they buy it and the day they sell it. <laughs> never buy, never finance it. Listen, I did it already. I'll know. I always, if you buy a boat, buy it with a group of five other men because buying a boat sounds fun until you got to put that boat on the trailer, take that shit out to the damn lake and then ride it out there. And then when your ass bring it back, you got to clean it. You got to maintain it. A repair goes out. Engine goes out in that boat. It's going to be damn near way worse. You're going to put more in maintenance and repairs into that boat than the boat is worth. Than the boat is worth. Way more. You buy an airplane. Oh, I'll buy my own plane. Shit. <laughs> All right. You can rent planes. You can rent planes by the hour. Oh, you tricking for planes. Don't trick for planes. No, nah, man, if you get a pilot's license, which I'm going to have here probably in the next two years, I'll rent the plane. 
and I'll pay the gas and I'll let them deal with the maintenance. Let somebody always else deals with the maintenance. Let them deal with the maintenance. If it flies, floats, or fornicates, lease it. Never buy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, just do swoosh. Hey, coach, what shirt brand is that? J. Crew. This this is Old Navy, bro. All right. Shout out to you. Um, ten dollars. All right. Marriage causes divorce. Robin Williams, three divorces, and then he deleted. Three divorces, and then, and he said, um, they don't call alimony alimony. They call it all the money. <laughs> That's Robin Williams. And he found himself hanging himself, mm. allegedly. Robin Williams, and then they covered it up. Oh, he was depressed. No, he got tired of getting divorced, right? And he was headed to another one. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and check out. It's checkout time. And he had everything. And the one thing that crippled him, look his story up. The one thing that crippled him was marriage and divorce. He got tired of getting true. They actually said, and he was an Academy Award nominated, at least nominated actor. And one of the things back then is that an actor, a demotion for an actor, a movie actor, is a television show. So Robert De Niro got put in this situation. Back in the day, it doesn't really apply that much now. But if you were a film actor and you went to a television show after that, that was a demotion. That was like a stain on your record. It's a stain on your record. But he had to do it. And the reason why he had to do it was to pay off alimony. And he started feeling bad. He couldn't keep up. And then he got married again, I think, for the third or fourth time. And then he got he married a young woman. Probably the marriage was going left. Nobody wants to talk about this. They're just saying he was feeling this way and that way. No, that last marriage he was he got in, it probably was headed for a divorce, and he checked out. It's very, it's very evident. He was like, forget it. He got on the chair. Yep. Uh, Warhammer says coach is not coach is not making this ish up. Been there, done that. Indeed. Somebody said Sylvester Stallone got a TV role now. It's very simple. He's getting divorced. He's like, I need the money. I need the money. It's going to cost me alimony. I need to go to TV. Anytime a movie actor goes to television, that's a demotion. Um, and uh, a couple actors even admitted that they were like, damn, you know, um, there was another guy I did a story on. I think it was Robert De Niro. He was like, I'm having to do these TV. Damn, it was another guy. Another guy had to do that. And he admitted he was like, the only reason I'm doing this is because I got divorced and I got to pay for the alimony. He's like, I hate every bit of it. I hate it. And his TV show was somewhat popular, but he was like, I hate it. The only reason I'm doing this is because I got to keep paying this woman. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So Sylvester Stallone's wife called off the divorce, though. You never called off a divorce. You just delayed the inevitable. See, we need to get smart about things, guys. Uh, and I'm not saying you're not smart. Um, They don't call off the divorce. They basically just um, they go in a situation where they say, this is what I'm going to do to you. All right. They show you the ledge. You agree. You shuffle. And then you realize, damn, I'm screwed. You stick it out. You say, thank God for not divorcing me. And then she has the power. She's in the power position. Now, you got to do everything she says. It's just delayed. It's going to happen. Or he's just going to be henpecked. It's okay. 
You don't call off a divorce. You don't file for divorce and call it off. You just delay the inevitable. All <laughs> right. Anyway. Adrian Del Real says the evolution is straight fire and you're 100% right. The hate never goes away. He says women will be 90s talking ish about an ex she had in her 20s. 100%. I seen it. I seen it in real life. I saw that woman. I'll never forget it. I'm in there letting these Asian women rub all of my arms and my shoulders and then uh, cleaning my feet. This lady's over here talking about her two divorces. She was well above age 65, and she was talking about a divorce that happened 40 years ago. He messed up my life. Ma'am, that was 40 years ago. <laughs> and then she was like, and then my second husband, I was like, oh, Jesus. And when we get to Amber Heard, you're going to see it. Rob D is in the building. Thank you for the cup of coffee. Marriage causes divorce as uh, Stallone's wife needs more time to plan the divorce. And that is also the truth. What's going to happen is sometimes she she files for divorce, realizes what she's going to get, and comes back. Who did that? Uh, Larsa Pippen. Larsa Pippen did the same thing. Oh, I'm a divorce. I'm going to leave you. Then she came back. She was like, oh, I need a little more time. And then she ended up doing what? Bouncing again. Mm -hmm. Guys, come on, man. We need to use common sense. This is why I'm here to teach. This is why I'm here to teach. All right. I'm telling you how people do things. They don't do things just because, oh, well, okay, well, I really love you. I'll come back. No, they don't. Amber Heard playing the victim. She's the modern day Jezebel. She's the Jezebel described in the, in the, in the Bible. All right. Meaning um, that when you get a woman in a certain predicament, even when you call her out on her bullshit, even when she's exposed, she will rebel. And uh, to the bitter end, she will not come back and see things the right way. Even when people call her out, there's a basically everybody in the community, women, men included, have called Amber Heard out for what she is. She was a gaslighting, abusive woman. And she cut the dude's finger off. She, I mean, she recorded him. She tried to expose him. She took pictures of him uh, while under drugs and intoxicants. I mean, you name it. She gaslit him. It was very simple uh, um, of what was going on. But unfortunately, unfortunately, just like the story in Jezebel, she ain't going to go away quietly. She's going to be defiant until the bitter end. So this is going on now, okay? This is going on now. More than 130 organizations signed an open letter in support of Amber Heard. What? What? This is sad, man. This is sad. Amber Heard's attorney on the verdict. Okay, who, who gives a rat's ass about your, uh, here it is right here. Uh, an open letter of, of support of Amber Heard which calls for the end to online harassment. This is the modern day Jezebel. There ain't nothing, nothing, nothing. There ain't even close. All right. The end of online harassment, meaning you got disposed, you got, you got exposed and called out in court and you had a judgment against you. Legitimate. Now, I don't want people to harass a person, but what she's calling harassment is people exposing her. And I, I mean, they're exposing what was exposed and put out in front of the courts, which she created the scenario. I don't think this is true harassment in the sense. Um, she created this narrative. All right, it says uh, this this open letter of support has been signed by more than 130 organizations. Mm, please name them. I can't wait. The letter condemned the public shaming of the actor during and after her defamation trial with her ex-husband and fellow actor Johnny Depp, which took place in Virginia earlier this year. Depp accused her of defamation for a two, 2018 op-ed she wrote. By the way, when she was exposed to was supposedly give some money away. She was supposed to get some money away. Didn't her op-ed was proven to be a lie. She's still out here shuffling. 
says right here in which she says her ex wait in what she says she experienced domestic abuse many of them don't it's a lie it was proven a lie he sued her for 50 million dollars and heard then countersued debt for 50 million dollars in the end the jury awarded heard two million dollars in debt 15 million dollars which is capped at 10 million dollars the trial received widespread attention on social media and traditional media heard and their supporters face online harassment throughout the trial Bruh, what about when Johnny Depp was harassed? What about when people were going after Johnny Depp after your 2018 op-ed? This is where when Johnny Depp was made out to be an abuser based on the op-ed you wrote in the Washington Post, what about when Johnny Depp lost his job with the Pirates of the Caribbean? What about that? They don't care, bro. They don't care. Look, she doesn't care. It's like those fat chicks that went in there and it was like, they didn't let me in the club. They didn't let me in the club. I covered them. But they were going to get in for free while all these men had to pay. And then once they got inside, they was going to get free drinks. And they still claiming victim. But y'all wasn't going to even get in. You, you were getting it. You're complaining about not getting in for free. What are we doing? <laughs> this is crazy. This is the Jezebel spirit, dude. Even when they win and, and they don't get a little win here and there, they still going to go out and play the victim. It says right here, she complained. She, she says, says uh, her and her supporters face online harassment or harassment throughout the trial during which evidence against both her and Depp was presented and intimate details about their relationship and alleged abuse, abuse was shared. Of course, if she would have won, she would have won all that information out. But... She lost, and now she don't want the story to be told. The defamation trial deeply concerned many professionals in the field of intimate partner and sexual violence, which they both were complicit. The letter states, and the online harassment of her and those who support her is unprecedented in both vitriol and scale because you guys are celebrities. And she was proven to be the abuser, and she's mad. The court of public opinion ain't working for her. And she like, this is bullshit. Yeah, it sucks when the rabbit got the gun. The letter was signed by dozens of organizations. Hold on. New, 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 new world for women and victims of domestic violation, including Equality Now. And organizations that support human rights for women's in, women and girls. And the National Women's Law Center, which advocates for women's and LGBTQ rights. Several individuals also signed the letter, including including uh, former CIA agent Sex Kitten, hashtag uh, founder of feminism and destroyer of the black community, Gloria Steinem. New, 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 new world order. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, by the way, I wrote about her in my book, The Evolution. All right. Anyway. Much of the harassment heard and her supporters received was fueled by disinformation. Misogyny. Misogyny. Yes, there's misogyny. All right. Um, bio biphobia. <laughs> what is bifo? Oh, she's a bisexual. She's a bisexual. So they got her on that. Okay. Now that she's, she's putting her bisexual out there biphobia in a monetized social media environment where a woman's allegations of domestic violation and sexual assault were mocked for entertainment they don't go away 
Guys, I always tell you, even when you divorce a woman, they do not go away. The, the day the judge signs your divorce, your divorce is just beginning. Let the games begin. From Joe Rogan's podcast to Saturday Night Live, jokes about the trial were widely shared on traditional media but seemed endless on social media with much of the commentary disparaging her. But if it disparaged Johnny Depp, would she be saying the same thing? Nope. The group is calling for the end to a monetized social media environment where a woman's allegations of domestic, false allegations, by the way, of domestic violation and sexual abuse, which was false, she pooped on his bed, were mocked for entertainment, according to the news release. And these were all in quotes because it's not true. She's, she's, still, she's, still, not, um, she's still not being accountable for what she did. One of the signees, Elizabeth Tang, said in a statement that everyone should be able to report abuse without fear of retaliation. No, they should be able to uh, report true abuse claims. But survivors, which she is not one, often face retaliation, including increasingly um, through the misuse of defamation lawsuits. She was the one that carried the bullshit out. She could have she settled on this, but no, she had to do a whole parading Johnny Depp out here. And she wrote the op-ed, and she was the one that said he, she was abusing, and it was proved opposite, okay? Okay. They're calling her a survivor, okay? And if a survivor has already reported their abuser can misuse defamation laws to force them to recant, punish them for coming forward, or continue the cycle of abuse, they're not even together no more, okay? Uh, the reality is she has a $10 million verdict in which she probably hasn't paid any. The letter comes month after the June verdict as heard and as heard who filed an appellate brief in October is gearing up for an appeal. The Jezebel spirit. She ain't going away, bro. Um, if you actually get a toxic woman, it's the one of the worst things of your life. You guys got to really be careful who you choose. If you get a toxic woman or a, a, a woman that is on substance abuses or a woman that is on some sort of uh, um, a mental health kick or, or mental health drugs, it's one of the worst things in life. It's like the movie. What about Bob? You basically just got you. You, ain't, you can't get rid of them. It's like herpes. It's like herpes. Never, never. I mean, it's one of the worst mistakes you'll ever make. You really got to be conscious of who you stick your prick in. And, and it is what it is. That's why I'll be, I won't be choosing. All right. Anyway, um, this is right here after the verdict. Heard said in a statement that she was heartbroken by the decision. The 36-year-old said she is even more disappointed in what the verdict means for women, calling it a setback. It set back the clock to a time when women who spoke up and spoke up uh, could be publicly shamed and humiliated, she said. It set back the idea that violence against women should be taken seriously. One of the first things she said when she came back from the verdict, when when we went into the conference room, which said, I am so sorry to all these women. Yeah, no, you should be sorry to what you did and represented as a woman, right? She felt like she had let down all these women because she had more evidence than most people do, and yet they still didn't believe her. This is weird, man. It's crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Depp said in the statement released immediately after the verdict that the jury gave me my life back. Nobody cares about that, and she doesn't either. Days later, he made a TikTok and thanked the fans for his support. And he has issues, too. And we outlined those issues as well. He definitely has issues. And um, he's not 100% innocent in the situation. However, he seemed to be moving along quietly. And he won his court case. And instead of her just taking the L, she can't take the L. Absolutely insane. All right.
One more story, and then we'll do the Super Chats and skedaddle. All right? Here's a woman right here. This is why we tell you guys, what about these guys right here? This is another toxic woman that's going to explain that she takes advantage of the good man. Remember, we have the story about the good man. All right. And a lot of do use the good man tactic to get to women. And unfortunately, if you get a toxic woman and use the good man strategy, you're going to get ran over. And she's going to explain exactly why. Let's go ahead and refresh and roll the video. The bad boys that I dated, I thought, you know what? Let me just date the good guy. And that didn't work out because I felt like superior to him. It was no uh, sexual polarity. It just didn't work out because I felt like I was the boss. I felt was like... You, did you find yourself snapping on him and getting a little bit more disrespectful than you normally would? Very. Okay, so I'm telling you guys, if you ever see uh, yourself and the woman's disrespecting you, uh, what people think is that women will leave you. They won't. They will see you as a means to an end. They'll stick around. They'll stay married to you. They ain't going to run away. Why? Because you're the good guy. You pay the bills. You do what's right. You're a good father and so forth and so on. But they'll say you're a bad husband. You don't do this. You let me get over on you. You're weak. You're a punk ass beach. All right. They'll say all that. They don't leave, guys. They don't leave you. But this is after they have been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. They stick around and they cheat on you and they laugh at you in your face and they go to girls nights out and they go on girls trip. But here she is right here telling you that you a bish, bish ash ninja. That's typically what happens. Yeah. And I did things to him that I wouldn't do to Katie. And it's unfortunate because he's a good guy. He didn't do anything to me. The there it is right there. He didn't do anything to me, but they will claim that you did something to them or they'll fault you. Well, you weren't hitting it right. You was a punk, punk, ash, bish. And not only that, um, you know, uh, it, it's your fault. It's your fault. She basically blamed him. But she's the manipulator. She's the manipulator. She's admitting to the be the manipulator. All right. But she's sticking around because they ain't got nothing better to do. They got a, they're a parasite. They got a host. You think you're winning. You go on the TV show and then you debate me on how you're winning. And you don't realize you a bitch ash ninja. That's what you don't realize. All right. Continuing. Problem was, is that he didn't put me in my place when he should have, whenever that was supposed to happen. At some point in our relationship, he didn't put me in my place. Toxic. Guys, do not fall for this shit, <laughs> right? Please, guys, I'm letting you guys know. There's some content creators that will tell you, you, you need to put her in her place. No, you don't. Dude, run. Run. When you hear that shit, run. This is a toxic person. This is a future domestic violation claim. This is, a, this is gaslighting. This is manipulation. Run from that shit. Do not try to pull that alpha, fake alpha bullshit with her constantly shit testing you. <laughs> and abusing you and now you're supposed to get out here i'm gonna put you in my place man i got work to do i ain't got no time for this bullshit i ain't got no time for your games all right you feeling like you want to test the rope get your ass out i like it when a guy put me in my place okay go get go get a warden go get a go get a slave go get something what you need all right but i ain't gonna be it i'm not holding masculine frame against you i don't care how good your peace leave is there's a there's there's four billion other pieces of peace leave out here but you guys put up with this shit. Thinking that you got to out for your way through a relationship. Well, if you do, you're going to be doing that every day because she's so bored with life that she got to figure out how to get you and shit test you to, to put her in her place. When she gets snippy, when she gets sassy, sit your sassy ass down or get your sassy ass out my house. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing it. No, 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 no. It's not that I don't have the ability to. Is that I don't have the patience for this shit.
and I don't need it. I don't need it. This is a manipulative, um, this is a manipulative, toxic woman. Not saying that all women are, but this is an example of a manipulative, toxic woman. And she believes that she's pretty and she can get away with this shit. Well, you're a dime a dozen in this world, baby. I can get you for less than a C note or a couple C notes for, per, per view and go about my business. This is the monetized culture as the woman as his woman and he didn't show me that he can lead so nah bullshit i felt like i was leading the entire felt like household when it's why can't women say something without the word feel all right this is a definitely chink in your armor it's been exposed if you say i feel this is more emotional argument shit that just because you feel it it's right no you're dead wrong how about I know, I understand, I believe, I see, I acknowledge there's evidence to dictate that. That would be how human beings work. Not I feel. I feel means she doesn't lose even if she's dead wrong. Really supposed to be him. Playing it again in full. After all the bad boys that I dated, I thought, you know what? Let me just date the good guy. And that didn't work out because I felt like superior to him. It was no uh, sexual polarity. It just didn't work out because I felt like I was the boss. I felt was like. You, did you find yourself snapping on him and getting a little bit more disrespectful than you normally would? Very. That's typically what happens. Yeah. And I did things to him that I wouldn't do to Katie. And it's unfortunate because he's a good guy. He didn't do anything to me. The problem was, is that he didn't put me in my place when he should have, whenever that was supposed to happen. At some point in our relationship, he didn't put me in my place as the woman, as his woman. And he didn't show me that he can lead. So I felt like I was leading the entire household when it's really supposed to be him. Sound like she's the problem. <laughs> right? It's very evident. She's trying to make him the problem. She's clearly the problem. All right, this is toxic women. This is what happens later on when y'all in court duking it out for four years in your divorce in a defamation case and child support modifications in, uh, 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 in the family court or in the juvenile court and the detention center and getting your kids off of uh, being homeless and eating uh, uh, top ramen every night. Yeah, uh, 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 12 years later, $100,000 wasted money, a whole bunch of wasted time and opportunities. Yeah. She still ain't gonna figure the shit out. She's gonna have the National Organization of Women after you. Your kid's gonna be all the way 25, 30 years old. She's still gonna be talking shit about you. <laughs> all that bullshit, man. You guys get to need to know, man, that you don't have to select these partners out here. All right, let's get through all of the uh super chats. Thank you for the contributions, man. She crazy. People out here crazy. Shout out to Vance. He says, Look, brother, stop reacting to everything the government does at the end of the day. You are not going to stop CBC, CBC, DC. He says, and how I know um, is that most people worldwide took the pokey poke. It is coming and people will latch onto it because it will be marketed as convenient. Yep. It's never going to be like, we're trading and you're going to, we're going to hurt you. And he says also, regardless of whether it is the market of beast, you're not stopping it. Yep. You're not stopping it. So figure out a way around it. Educate yourself around the system. Rather than reacting, what is most likely going to happen is that you will be able to swap your CD, CBDC for regular dollars. Yep, when it rolls out. So everyone's going to use it or they're going to get used to the idea of it until the younger generations latches onto it. Yes, it's a 25-year-old. It's a 25 plan, 25-year plan. He says that's why 
That's what they're doing in Jamaica. And you can literally go to the ABM machine, ABM machine, and get physical cash from the CBDC. And on the platform, you can switch dollars for CBDC. And this CBDC is for young people. They're not going to put up, they're not going to put up a fight. So we're effed. We're effed because we become dependent and complicit. Long time ago. We've lost this battle long time ago. But now you're here. So the, I, I like your response there. It is what it is. And it's what we have to understand is most of these things that they roll out are not intended for you to accept, right? They know you're going to buck. They know you're going to rebel. They know you're going to buck and rebel. Um, every time we talk about these things, metaverse, the old people act like, oh, I ain't going to do it. Well, of course you're not. And it's not geared towards you. It's geared towards young people, and they'll they'll already be doing it. They're already doing a version of it. And they they know you're going to latch onto your newspaper and magazines and your CNN and your MSNBC and your Fox News. They know you're going to keep doing what you're doing. They'll just wait for you to die in a generation, and then everybody else will just join in. You know what I mean? Everything they roll out today is not for you. A new social media device is not for you, Generation Xs and Boomers. It's not for you. Now, you're asking to get over there, and you're going to ruin it, and you're going to make everybody go make a new app. But when they roll it out, it's for Gen at it's for Gen Z and Gen Alpha and some of the young millennials. Everything's for them. <laughs> okay. He says, this is what Robux is. Yep. This is what Madden, this is what V-Bucks is on Fortnite. This is what, um, or V-Bucks on NBA 2K. This is what um, Madden football is, whatever they call their currency. These kids are already used to trading dollars and credit card to some sort of digital currency. Yep, it's, it's COD points, a call of duty. Kids are already knowing, dad, mom, give me your credit card, give me your debit card. What do you want to do? Oh, I want to buy this over here. Okay, buy it. All right, uh, I'm going to buy 30,000 coins over here for $69. <laughs> right they already know how to do it your dumb ass don't know how to do it you've never transferred currency and by the way by the way these people already know value for value the people in this generation already know what's value for value they know they wake up in the morning how much is this many v-bucks and they'll know you'll ask your kid how many v-bucks can you get for 70 bucks they know it just like that They know it just like that. They're like, yep, this is this. Now, your dumb ass don't know, and you don't know why this is that. So they, they're they going to know how to do this way before you because they've already practiced it. They've already know it. You ever talk to somebody about Bitcoin? You ever, you ever talk to somebody about Bitcoin? They be like, uh, this coin or any cryptocurrency, you confuse as hell. Oh, this coin is 0 0.0035, and you're like, the hell is that? Well, if you buy, if you took $1,000 and you bought this many crypto coins, it would equal this many coins. The shit, you be looking like, wait a minute. You be wanting to get the calculator. You're like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, this coin right here, the CGA coin. If you get this coin, it's worth 0. .00000. Because you're thinking, how much dollars can I get for how much Bitcoin? Well, it's $18,000 a coin, but you don't have to pay for one coin. You can get a fraction of a coin. Be like, 
Oh, shit. All right. Let's run through this shit again. So the coin is worth $20,000. Yeah, that's one coin. Yeah. But I, I can buy a fraction of the coin. Uh-huh. So how much is a fraction of a coin? Whatever you put. So if you put $100 on, since it's worth $30,000, you can get a fraction of the. See, we never did shit like that. We never did shit like that. When we traded stuff, it was a dollar. This is worth a dollar. How much is this bag of chips? 75 cents. Here's a dollar. I'm going to get 25 cents back. <laughs> That's what we came up on. Millennials, everybody under 30, they came up on a different form of trading currency. And it is not dollar for dollar. Like our currency is fiat. It don't even, it don't even mean shit. We playing with monopoly money over here. They're playing with digital coin. And they can calculate this and this just like that, bro. And we be like, hold the phone. So if I get a couple of V-Bucks, how many damn skins can I get? How many skins can I get? And how many rifles? How many of them drinky potions can I get? Can I get a couple of drinky potions? You better get ready. And you better learn the Dewey Decimal System or the whole uh, metric system. Hey, old people, you better learn the metric system while you at it. Hey, I know they they tried to roll out the metric system for us when we were youngins and they gave up because Americans are so stupid. We couldn't figure it out. Mm. <laughs> we almost at the three hour mark. Americans were so stupid in the 1980s. We could not figure it out. They gave up. They was like, we're going to roll it out just like they rolled out uh, common. What do they call it? Common core math. And y'all fought it. They was trying to get y'all ready for this crypto shit <laughs> and all of these digital coins. They was like, let's try to get them to understand four boxes mean this. No, we're going to fight against this. We want long division. <laughs> Generation X. I'm going to give y'all a secret. Y'all don't, don't remember this. We were survivors of the conversion to America from Europe and the rest of the world. The metric system. And we could not do it <laughs> and they gave up on us this was around the early 1980s when we were students they tried to teach us centimeters millimeters converting gallons to fucking we couldn't get it and they said these dumb ass americans just put them is we think we're smart we were like, no, we want our fruit, foot by the fruit, foot, fruit by the foot, please, fruit by the foot. No millimeters, no millimeters, no megameters, no kilometers, no liters, no nothing. We couldn't do it. <laughs> That's America for you. We stuck still talking about feet and inches. And the rest of the world's doing kilometers and millimeters and shit. <laughs> We you wanted to do fruit by the foot? Nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. nah. We doing fruit by the foot. No, nah, we ain't doing that millimeter shit. We couldn't do it. We were so dumb and we fought it. We were like the parents fought it. The boomer parents fought us working into the rest of the world, but it's okay. Yeah, we couldn't get Celsius. They like Celsius. How many degrees is that? We doing we're doing degrees, right? We ain't doing no Celsius bullshit. No, 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 no. We ain't convert no Celsius. You was in class. So 70 degrees is actually what? You like, ah, damn. Can we use a calculator? 
<laughs> that was the beginning of the end. That was the beginning of the end. Couldn't get. All right. Anyway. We do we doing Fahrenheit around here? Forget that Celsius bullshit. Nobody care about no damn Celsius. 37 degrees. That sounds cold as hell. <laughs> Let me stop, man. But just look it up. Look it up. We tried to do it. Couldn't do it. All right. Uh, anyway, shout out to Marriage Causes Divorce. Uh, let me see. Did I get him? Uh, shout out to El Chingon says, Coach, one of my married friends from high school caught his wife cheating, so he whipped her into the ropes and get her with the big boot, and he's in jail. Mm. He's in jail. Shout out to Robert in the building. Thank you for the coffee. Uh, marriage causes divorce says, Celeste, uh, Stallone's wife needs more time to plan a divorce yes indeed i think i got that one already jc said don cornelius two divorces bad health and depression nobody talks about it james e cordette says coach what's the best way to fly a woman into the city there are so many ways to get scammed and played out there um i talk about that over on locals i'm talking about that over on locals because dudes make mistakes you put the ticket all in a name and then they cancel and they got the ticket right they got the they got the credits they keep the credit. So, yeah, you're going to screw yourself over if you don't do it right. Agent Machine says, um, and you can't cancel the flight or nothing because you put the ticket in their name. There's ways that you would do that and mess up. Uh, Agent Machine says, remember those 180-some organization back Amber Heard with documented video evidence of domestic violation. Note how different they acted about OJ's domestic violation. Marriage causes divorce. 304s can't take L's. They will never stop arguing. Yep. If she's toxic, never. Java says, what's up, coach? Hit me with the hit me with the so I can focus. So I can focus on my career. Marriage causes divorce. It's always a man's fault. Zero accountability. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Dylan Bacon used to be Microsoft Points back in high school. Microsoft Points. I don't even know what that is. Microsoft Points. What did you get for Microsoft points? All right. Rodrigo the Silver says women uh, uh, better freedom than need them. Better freedom than need them. There's a content creator that said that. Is that Joker? No, 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 no. Better freedom than need them. That's um, Greg the Guru. Better freedom than need them. Rational Rationality says it would take only one day for men to end feminism if men really wanted to forcibly. But they have no idea, even when the barbarian is at the gate, price is wrong. The black community can be together in one day. One day. All they got to do is, is slap their mama like the three stooges and their daughter and they and your grandmama. Poke her in the eye, slap your mom like the three stooges, and tell your daughter like this. Twist her nose like. That's all you have to do. But y'all scared to do it. Oh, my mama, dear mama. You was a crack fiend mama. Now you a black queen mama. Mama never can do no wrong. So you're stuck. Monkey simp ass. Mo monkey simps. Too many monkey simps, man. Because you can't put your mama in her place. Right? You're scared to put your mama in your place. But you'll never do it. So it's over. JC says, living abroad in Canada, I was forced to learn the metric system. All right. Shout out to you. Speaking my mind says, I'm in Detroit and had to learn that by going to Windsor. So shout out to the people on the border of Canada that go back and forth. That's how you learn. And uh, most like most anything you learn with practical experience. But what they tried to do is give us worksheets and try to give us conversions. One, 
100, 1,000, 100,000, 100,000 meters and shit like that. We like, we don't know what that is. So you have to learn practically and Americans cannot pull that off. Teddy KGB says, coach at work, I am behind. Please clip that story of your father saving you from the cliff. It is a classic. Thank you, man. All right. D Dylan Bacon bought Microsoft points with money used in games in 2010. All right. Shout out to that. I wasn't much in the gaming during those times. So I, I think I missed that. Missed that. We got uh, we got a couple on PayPal. We're wrapping it up. We got our boy J. Cool here. A bit of validation and affirmation goes a long, long way. And that is what I try to give every day, even to myself. It does. Yes. Uh, so we were talking about the reward system. I'm not about not rewarding. All right. But I'm not going to give false gratification. I'm not going to give false, um, false. There, there's a word for that. But just give false information as to why you're doing something well. No. All right. J. Cool here. I understand that a Porsche is a symbol that makes you money and other good female things that said, I would love to own a 1985 Dodge Daytona Turbo Z, which is what I have wanted since I was age 18 in 1985 but never owned well you'll come back you'll come you'll come back around one of the best things a man can do is complete circles in his life okay so whatever you remember when you were i i complete these circles like whatever toy i wanted when i was a kid like my mother or my family could only afford he-man and skeletor and i would be looking in the sears catalog and shit looking at all the rest of the he-man figures and, shit, and i never got it but one at some particular point I tell men, go get it, right? You're going to feel like you completed that circle of life. You're going to be like, damn, oh, my God. I always wanted a red line BMX. Get one. Now, when you're an adult, you're going to be like, damn, it's only 300 bucks. But when you were a kid, it was probably 150 bucks, and your mother or your family could not afford it. And you walked around, and you ran around with your Toys R Us bicycle and got made fun of. Go complete that. Go get you a red. Now, you ain't going to do shit with it, right? You're going to ride it one damn time and it's going to be collecting dust in your garage. But even if you sell it, even if you sell it, it's fine. You'll be able to say, okay. Uh, <laughs> you're like, all right. So same thing with cars. I've always wanted this car. There's going to be a piece of shit car that you value. I wanted a Nissan Z uh, 280. I wanted a 20, 28Z. What is it? 280Z? 260Z car from 1983. Go get it. Complete that circle of life. You'll feel good about it. And it'll collect dust for about two, three years somewhere. And then you get rid of it. All right. Mm. 240Z. Yeah, you wanted a 240Z from 1982. Okay, go get it. As a man, you'll feel like you, you accomplished, you completed that area, that loss in life. Because at the time you were a kid, you couldn't get it. Or your family couldn't afford it. So go back and complete those circles. You'll really feel good about yourself. And you really feel like at the at, speaking of feel, you really will feel that you accomplished something and now you can move forward. It's a great thing, man. It's a really underestimated thing. They might have a phrase for it, but it is what it is. I like I like uh, Cadillac Coupe de Ville's. I'm like, I always want one. Now, every time I see one, I'm like, oh, I don't really want one, but I always wanted one. Between the years of 1982 to 1985, I love those. Because my grandparents had one. Uh, people make, make them low riders. And I want the 84, 83, 85 Coupe de Ville. Now, I'm going to get that piece of shit car. No, I'm just playing. Mm. 
I'm gonna put Dayton's on it and shit. I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna drive it around. I'm gonna play above the law, black Superman in it. I'm gonna get hydraulics and eight batteries in the trunk. And then I'm gonna be like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, essays mm. are gonna shoot at me. Essays are gonna follow me home. I'm gonna go to car shows and get beat up. Then I'm gonna be like, you know what? I don't need this shit. It's causing more problems than it's worth, but I will have done it. Mm. <laughs> you buy it, get shot at by gangbangers. You know what I mean? I'm like, well. But yeah, it is what it is. But you got it. Still hit, though. Still hit, though. Shout out to Rusted Junk says, good morning, CGA. One of my old Mercedes customers came up to see me at a classic car show. He says, we bought his Benz convertible. He sold it because it had bad memories tied to it from a failed engagement. I told him about you, the three attributes of the free agent lifestyle, and sent him a picture of the marriage will. He said, everything made sense that I said. I'm buying him a copy of the free agent lifestyle book. That's what we do, man. We share, we share, we share. We share this information. And shout out to you. That's a co-sponsorship. Moving over to Cash App. Thank you for the patience, brothers. Thank you for the patience. Cash App time. We're going to complete this circle here. Kirby says, I don't donate outside the blue chip mindset. He says, but the message is fire. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. Sean says, great advice. Indeed. Shout out to Todd C. Deacon, Bishop, Reverend, Pastor, Preacher, CGA in the building. That's what we all are in here. All right, hold on. I clicked on something I wasn't supposed to click on. DGC Moore doubles up. And he, uh, yeah, or he didn't double up, but shout out to Damien. He says, thanks, coach. Keep on preaching. I'm All right. Most of the things that you want to buy and when you complete your circle of things that you, you know, you were missing in your life, it ain't going to be that much money. Or <laughs> you'd be like, wow. You know, you're like, wow, I always wanted these, this toy. I always wanted this fishing rod. All right. Shout out to Seth. Rollins, he says, no, he says, can you open the Conqueror video uh, video version? All the courses are open, but that one, sorry to bug you, coach, just looks like the video version has a, uh, extra exclusive content versus the audio version. Yes, you want the video version. Audio is the only one that I can open. He says, never mind, coach. I know what happened because a few minutes ago, I tried to get the video course and it was closed, like I said yesterday, and just looked again and I was able to get it, no problem. And he says, I didn't see Oh, yes. You didn't see that it's bundled. So you can get Conquer and Unapologetically Masculine. It's bundled for 110. Sorry about that. But you already got the course. Oh, well, I'll just get Conquer at the regular price. Shout out to you. But it is bundled. Both of the coasters are bundled. And thank you for the donations. And thank you for purchasing the courses. Courses, I be grifting. We have three more. Macaroni Tony, I know it's been a while, but I think it's worth bringing up the Asian guy who caught his wife poisoning him on camera. Maybe we should talk about that. And Gumps be like, he just chose the wrong one. He got to find the right queen he can cultivate and graduate with as a team. Black unity, my brother. One of the, the, the bad things that they'll pitch to you is that you just got to pick the right person. You, you just didn't pick the right person. That's normie talk for releasing liability and accountability to the woman. Because it is, it is used against, they will use that against women. But rarely do they do that. They will use that shit against men. 
There are some good ones out there. You just got to pick the right one. Wait, let's go back. I was tortured. I was abused. I was dragged. I was gaslit. I was driven, driven to the family court, separated from my kids, blah, blah, blah. Basically, they're saying, it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Not only that, Captain Obvious, it's obvious I should have picked the right person. How does that help me now? <laughs> I picked them 20 years ago. How does that help me today? I'm still trying to get this shit figured out here. I'm still trying to get my kids. Well, you should pick the right one. <laughs> There's some good ones out here. Don't talk about all of them. All of them ain't like that. You should have picked. That's ham and egger talk. That's them. They ain't got no shit. Hey, what most people should do is if you ain't got no good solutions to say and you're just going to parrot uh, common or bullshit, just shut up. But you can't stop people. Those people love to talk. They love to bring their common bullshit out here. Well, sound like, you know. Sound like you just didn't pick the one wrong. And not all women are like that. And isn't that like that? Sound like you bitter and hurt. Somebody hurt you. If you ain't got no solutions, just shut up. I'm here getting abused in the family court. Should pick the right one then. <laughs> Mark? Like, how does that solve anything right now? Does that change? How does this, what, what kind of solution is that? Well, if you pick the right one. <laughs> sounds like Deion Sanders giving advice. All right, anyway, shout out to Deion Sanders. I'm just joking. But that sounds like some Shannon Sharp. Well, you wound up. Abba, dabba, dabba, Shannon Sharp. I kid them. Abba, dabba, I be seeing Shannon Sharp in them, bro. I be like, he sound like Fred Flintstone. The black version. Like, bruh, not everything you be saying sound good, man. I be saying, I be skip. See, skip, I be dabba, dabba, dabba. <laughs> Deion Sanders does that shit, too. And you know what they do? You know what they do? I, I don't want to diss them. You know what they do? Is what they do is they fall back to the old faithful. Abba, dabba, dabba, single mothers in this abba, dabba. Sacrifice of the single mother of abba, dabba, black bone of the community, abba, dabba, dabba. Oh, God and Lord, and all you got to do is abba dabba dabba. Have faith in the Lord and Jesus Christ, abba dabba dabba. I'll be like, man, would y'all shut up? Y'all ain't even offering nothing. You're offering nothing. You just abba dabba and abba dabba in the Lord and have faith in the Lord. The Lord is always Jesus. God is on time, abba dabba dabba. That's some bullshit. Like, that's literally nothing, dude. You just throw skirting that over to the people, the faithful people, abba dabba. Man, that don't, you're, you're saying nothing. You're saying nothing. Will we really admit that these people are saying nothing? Well, you know, it's just to just have faith in the Lord, Baba Daba. That shit might have worked in the South in the 1930s and shit like that. But can we evolve? Can we have some rational thoughts instead of just bringing Sky Daddy in? Look at your whole state of Mississippi. Like, it ain't even in shape. Y'all barely had water. Baba Daba Daba. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> you know God always on time. When? He ain't never on time. In most people's lives, he always behind. Look at these people out here. Look at these people. He obviously behind schedule. It's clear to see. But I don't want to get into a faith argument. But if you want to keep pushing that bullshit, go ahead, Abba Daba. <laughs> he be late on a whole bunch of shit. How about that lady that walked in front of a train with her daughter after taking, picking up the daughter from the baby daddy, where was he at then? <laughs> he was late to the scene. 
He missed it. All right, let me stop. Shout out to Dion. I don't want no beef. But stop with that bullshit. That shit might pass by people in the 1990s, but we we on some reality shit now. We ain't on no television scripted shit, feel good, faithful uh, preaching bullshit. Let's get to the real. Let's kick the real. We ain't we ain't gonna fall for that shit no more. But you can shout out to uh Seth Rollins. He says uh he was talking about the courses. I appreciate you, brother. And I think we got everybody. All right. On the West Coast, we don't go for that. We on the West Coast. That that old faithful, uh, th- you know who does that as well. And again, I'm not dissing them, I'm just saying that they do this. Uh Country Wayne does this. Country Wayne, the comedian. Now he's got multiple baby mom. I don't, I'm trying to not trying to diss him. But but it is what it is. I'm not I'm not judgment judging. But 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 soon as the shit got to have uh, solutions, they go to shuffling. They go to shuffling. They start going Jesus. They turn Jesus on your ass. Yep. Up 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 up. up. Let's start being accountable. Let's start. What's the solution? Oh, the Lord Jesus. Oh, no, Jesus. Man, that's not a solution, man. <laughs> that's not a solution. Stop, man. Where, where is he at? I'm going to pull him up. I got to get out of here, bro. JC says, can you pretend to be dying from a curse again? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'll forget all of this stuff. Forget all of the laughs and talk about fornication. Forget all the single mother. Forget all, forget all of it. And then it's time to ring Jesus's bell. Like, I don't like that. That Nah, man. I, I like hellfire and brimstone Christians. Y'all stay over here. All right, y'all stay over here and the heathens over here. But if you're going to be a heathen and then show up and praise the stop, I don't want no. I don't want no lukewarm Christians out here. That's lukewarm Christian behavior. But again, it works for the normies. It works for normies because they can watch that stuff. Somebody said any solutions, coach. That was the solution. Hellfire brimstone over here. Okay, don't don't mix. If you're gonna be a heathen, stay over there in this. I, that's that that's the solution. I just gave the solution, but I, I I don't like when people do that because, you know, you're insulting my intelligence. You're insulting my intelligence. You might not be to the masses, to the normies, to the mouth breathers, and the knuckle draggers, and the NPCs, and the bots, and the and the ham and eggers, and the you're not insulting their intelligence. You're basically allowing them to be heathens on Monday through Saturday and then hellfire brimstone on Sunday. And then as soon as you get out the evening service, you back to fornicating. I'm not mm. oxygen thieves. Yeah, the oxygen thieves. All right. They fall for a hook, line and sinker. I don't I see right through it. I'll be like, oh, man, this is just. But anyway, that's just me. I'm just a, you know, cantankerous old crabby realistic, cynical, straight to the point, black and white, <laughs> right? I like to live life that way. I don't like to see people jumping back and forth and all that shit. But that's just me. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, brothers, man. We got to get out of here. I think I'll be back later, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let me shuffle out of here. Y'all deserve a shuffle. <laughs> I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man.